0: on this episode
1: that ain't how that worked darling. sorry it doesn't it really does not work like that because Mm -hmm. guess what the person that you thought sucked three four months ago they've been on their shit and now they good as hell and then somebody saw them and now they about to be on the come up and your ass is left behind because you thought they suck when they first started out for sure everybody sucked when they first started out
2: No, I agree. Everybody I, I 100% agree. And some people suck for a long time. Yeah. And they finally Speak it to the else. choir. I'm still, so, what? No, uh, so I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I hate
3: you so much, Why? <laughs>
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and my first co-host is more commonly known as the Chris Farley of podcasting, and my second co-host is more commonly known as the Jimmy Fallon of podcasting. Their real names
2: are... Juan Smith. And... Wait, I'm supposed to be the Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. (laughs) I specifically said I did not like that guy. I know. And I know you don't like
0: yourself, so I figured it worked. All
2: right, so this guy, it's the best part of his week every week. Maybe not now that he's got a girlfriend, but like he just waits for the chance to get on this mic and shit on Juan and I. I spend a whole two minutes a week coming up with insults for these guys. How have I not thought of this? I'm going to start planning stuff for you. Go for it. Go for it.
1: Do it at He's it. the
2: Paula Poundstone of this podcast. I don't know. <laughs> you are
1: just trying to go off the top of your head. Yeah. I, I like yeah. Paula Poundstone. It's good. It's good. It's
2: good.
0: <laughs> so, uh today we have a special guest, uh, comedian Corliss DeLoren.
1: Hi. Thank you for coming doing? on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Is, I appreciate this. Y'all yeah, got I've nice been trying drinks. to get you on for
2: a while, and these guys are just like, mm.
1: what? They were
2: just like, no, nah, we're not down for the Corliss.
1: Like, oh, guys messed up. Whoa. I do have
0: to say, though, I was actually impressed because I came. Over here, uh-huh. and this was the first time I s- I've seen Adam's house free of uh, straight beard hair and soap scum. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! And his bed's actually made. I know it
2: is. First clean. off, that bed
0: is not made. <laughs>
1: Was, I don't know what you was, consider made.
0: Look, not the way it is when I'm usually here. That
1: down comforter looks like it can go yeah, far. It's, it's very a beautifully clean, pristine white. I love well,
2: it. It was originally. No. Until <laughs> Adam used it. I have no it problem with your apartment, it right? It's seen some now. shit. It's seen some shit.
1: I'm sitting down on furniture. I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. Been- yeah, we don't
2: have <laughs> just milk crates. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: nothing. Well, no, it can be dirty as hell, and I'm not sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> I will stand the whole entire
2: show. Yeah, I'm going to step up love like first job out of college living uh-huh. so i have furniture of, uh, of some kind i mm. remember uh who was i think it was Edie came over here yeah and he's like oh i can't believe you have a uh, a bed frame I'm like what yeah. do i give this like no bed frame so, okay vibe? so
1: that's what see that's how i know that that joke is hitting people in their chest when i say it on stage because i oh. say i have a joke where i'm like you're not gonna talk shit about me until you get a bed frame for your apartment. And, and, it, and it, get, it gets real quiet. And now I'm starting to understand why cause some people is like I was gonna say the N-word, but uh <laughs> some of y'all over there struggling. That's that's what you need to I need somebody that's planning for the future. That's what when you don't have a, a, a frame or a, a back a headboard for your bed, that means you were not even trying to plan for nothing with me coming over.
2: Hey. Thank you. There there are limits though. You don't need to be eating like mushy food so that because your teeth aren't working planning. You don't want to go that far ahead.
1: No, no, well, no. Speaking
2: of the shower so she had Corliss has a joke that hit <laughs> yes. home with me, yes, so insanely hard oh, yeah. that I immediately ran home and like cleaned <laughs> my joke. shower. She has this joke about like a, a guy's apartment and going to his shower, She's yeah. like, and there's soap scum everywhere, well, and this the, is the, the, the dried up rigor mortis see,
1: this soap. This is what like, I was saying. I went
2: seriously. If I take a picture of the day I first heard that joke of my shower. Yeah. It's like exactly what you described. <laughs> this,
1: no, see, okay, this one, feel me, because uh, you probably haven't heard any of, any of the set, but this is the situation. If I'm a girl that's coming to your crib, if you care, if you care about me, you'll clean your stuff. I'm not saying it has to be perfect 24 seven. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying women Women are all about ambiance and atmosphere And if it looks rank And and like <laughs> dirty And uncomfortable And you feel like A roach might Roll across the couch You're not gonna You're not gonna wanna have sex You're not gonna Well wanna at least fuck. not more than once Oh wait can you say I'm so sorry <laughs> No you
2: can, don't <laughs> Okay I anything. was like Save I just one.
1: F-bombed yeah. And everything Okay I was gonna say The N-word Okay So <laughs> I, let me Let me compose myself That's what I mean by that It You have not planned For me to be here mm-hmm. It You don't have to be Perfect right now Like if I walked in In your room Bathroom was dirty, I wouldn't be like, oh Adam, geez. But if you at least not to, out loud, she would definitely to, be judging this shit try- for me. Yeah, it was give you extra kudos if I walked in there and it was clean. But if you're trying to open a girl's legs, it's not happening with a dirty ass house. That's I would all, hope all I'm not. saying. That's all would, I'm saying.
2: So that was the one thing that this like scared me the most. Opening when- a girl's legs? <laughs>
1: Look. You ran into it, and it's just it's fine.
2: That's not what I was talking about because it's been so long; I don't remember. But, oh my god! But now, like, whenever you go to a girl's apartment, if there is just sh- like it's usually clothes are just yeah. like, everywhere. It's like a bomb everywhere. went off. Yeah, like I'll look around and like I'll be like, this is not somebody who's a long-term person. No, it's just, like. Clearly, they don't have their shit together. Well, the, it's a I, there was a
1: beautiful girl I used to work with. She's beautiful, mm-hmm. and I remember this guy. How she
2: feel about guys that are slightly out of shape, possibly have red beard? Well, that's the thing. Bald. She she
1: shouldn't have a choice because it was <laughs> extra weak in her place. She didn't have a
2: choice. She should. Now you're really talking about. <laughs> <that much. laughs> now I'm insulted. You haven't introduced us yet. <laughs>
1: I want to introduce you to. Her. I was disappointed, but the guy that stayed over there, he was like, "Yo, it was dirty as hell in there," and he was so turned off that he didn't want to talk to her anymore. Because it's a like, huge turn. What off. does that say about that person? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, it was just too dirty. Yeah, too dirty is too dirty.
2: Have you have you seen the the movie that they made yet? No. So Sandra, they did made they made this movie called like um, I think Breakfast at Auntie D's. Yeah and uh sandra's in it um uh who else is in it not ray etc it's um i can't think of his name. little daryl little daryl's in it and uh ember sky who i've met a couple times like she, I, she's like a full-blown comic she does comedy from time to time but she also does like Acting.
1: Her name is very familiar. Yeah, she's look. Uh,
2: she like she's from Arkansas. She's got like ta- like piercings like in her nose. You've probably seen her around. I, I'm
1: pretty confident. I saw her at the was she at the uh, secret group. Yeah, she comes festival, to secret group a lot. She was like that's how uh, I festival. first met
2: her. She was like handing out cards for some like like uh, acting group, and uh, that's where I met her at secret group. Nice, but yeah, she's in the movie. But it's like apparently it's like 20 minutes long.
1: It's local. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it like masterpiece um, theater about it no. about it or like our, is it like that movie? Did I
4: don't you, know you what ever that see is. that?
1: Oh my gosh, we're gonna have a black night. And I'm gonna another show one. You, I'm gonna show you local Houston movies that were actually made fun of initially when they first came out, uh-huh. but then we all started to watch them and go, you know what? I appreciate the the zeal that it took to make something like this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically masterpiece. And his whole like ma- masterpiece crew, I don't know. What, I forgot. It's Is not he from Cash Houston? London. No, he's from Louisiana. But they kind of like locally he's- would pass out their music. Like, oh, and yeah, it yeah, got yeah. all the way over here. But they made a movie called Bout It Bout It, and it's What's just it about? how it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's real hood, What's but they use some, some areas in Third Ward and mm-hmm. uh, Fifth Ward, and then like they just filmed this like this hood movie about them selling dope, but then. Kind of like it was. It was a lot of betrayal, and it was it tried to have so a So, like, It
2: was like juice.
1: It it wasn't juice because it wasn't as high quality. It kind of looked like you know video camera, but uh-huh. they did the best that they could, and everybody everybody bought that video. Wasn't there one?
2: There, I feel like there was a movie like that out of Atlanta. That was I know that there was something similar to that. Yeah, all like Atlanta rappers all mm-hmm. put like this movie that was like some
1: like low I will tell budget, you this like,
2: like no budget
1: just I will tell you this. I have you know, I know you know Tyler Perry now, but like name sounds familiar. When that is a billionaire.
2: Yeah. We were just talking about like local movies. hmm I did like uh, Eminem,
4: does he have any local Detroit stuff? You know what? I don't really follow Eminem that much, but I haven't heard of anything lately, no. Why not? You grew up on the same street? Uh not exact same street, same neighborhood. Close enough. Did you really? Yeah, I lived on eight mile for a while.
1: Oh, that's dope! I didn't know we were talking. I don't you know how
4: from... dope it is.
1: <laughs> no, no, me no from I'm the... just saying. Like, I mean, obviously, it must be something about that area that brings out talent, like in people. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but I like to think so.
4: Yeah, yeah really. <laughs>
1: that's that's dope as hell. I you mean, recording guess...
4: one? Yeah.
2: Okay. Cool. I feel like it's <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that. It's like you only know of the people who like made it out and were like hugely successful. Mm-hmm. And, like, people from, like, a typical part of, like, Houston or or the Woodlands or wherever, like, you don't hear about anybody because like, it's a big portion of people who are successful. So whenever you have, like, a downtrodden area that has a couple people coming out of it, it, like, it puts a spotlight on well, it. Well,
1: it, it does because I think for me, and I'm not trying to step on one with this, but I feel like it's so, uh, it's so unprecedented because of the fact that they have so many horrific circumstances to deal with and to find a way out of it yeah it's like they have everything stacked against them and then for you to be like oh he this dude made it you're like whoa like you have perseverance and you have like like i mean discipline like none other right because it is not easy and then like i mean like in my neighborhood, I didn't have like a, a like a real hood growing uh, upbringing. The rough streets I didn't of have Richmond. Rough street. It wasn't not Richmond. It was where New- did you grow up? I was up? from I'm from the Mo. I'm from Missouri City. But um, the Mo? Okay. get the fuck
4: out of here! But the like Mo. Um, I'm Missouri from Mo City. City. Missouri
1: City. And like a- Beyonce and uh, Travis Scott are both from the area that I grew up in. Yeah, I've been to Missouri so. City.
2: Not that rough.
1: It is. I, that's what I'm. It's sa- not Third
2: Ward. Adam, fifth if war. you
1: clean the cissy roll out of your ear, that's what I'm saying. Oh my god! Here we go.
2: <laughs> the mo I, the mo and her is coming out yeah, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> i feel like that's why i was like Oh Juan, that's awesome that you are doing all this fabulous stuff and then like you literally were on the same street as eminem because from what i saw how old is travis scott uh he's like 32
2: yeah he's 32 so like did y'all ever go to like i don't know what age you. he was a about. freshman did you, you, you go to the same school,
1: school? high school elkins did y'all, y'all Ilkins. know each other at all well no. Travis was, Scott, if you're listening. What senior. the fuck, dude? Bring her on tour with
2: you. <laughs> she can open your concert. I thought
1: it was funny when him and Kylie were dating though, because uh uh he was like showing her the tanner. and I was like, Oh shit, that's the that's the taco bell we used to park in like pimping. <laughs> Did y'all have any
2: interactions?
1: No, he was a freshman.
2: Oh, she didn't deal with that shit. Yeah. And then Travis She was a freshman.
1: No, not like he that. He was a but freshman like, when
2: I was a No, sophomore. but you
1: know how it was when you were like a freshman. I you don't know. We quiet. were both
2: homeschooled.
1: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You losers!
2: <laughs> this show is over. <laughs> I made. Thank mistake. you, everybody,
1: for listening.
2: We'll see you all next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, oh my god! I didn't even know I was gonna wake up in the morning and get shit on by somebody from the fucking mo. I
1: mean, uh, well, my thing is that's probably why you was you were probably a grown ass like ten year old. Like I feel like oh I yeah, see I was it. an old
2: soul my entire life. <laughs> He has
0: the soul of like an 89 year old man yelling at kids to get up his lawn. That's what
2: happens whenever you're raised.
0: Like,
1: yeah, but I had, I had if friends. If you're surrounded by adults for yeah, like exactly. the majority of the day, you are a grown ass <laughs> little man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I had a three piece suit and shit. I uh, mean, no. the only
1: reason why you didn't drink coffee is because it stunts your growth. But oh, yeah, you definitely well, were grown and little. Well, I mean, mm. not,
2: I'm not exactly tall. Well,
1: you're, you're not short either. You could no, have been, You could have been midget like. I'm grown and little <laughs> and happy as fuck. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Juan is, uh,
2: like, he has the energy of a six foot five person. Okay. But the body of a five foot two person.
1: Oh, he's mm-hmm. five foot two?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: 240. But g- <laughs> 240. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give you a shape reference. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I like
1: the transparency. Thank you. That's Juan. right. That's right. Round the <laughs> yeah. shape.
2: I love Juan because he's like, he is who he is. He, he accepts what he is. Yeah. And, uh, and he used to be like. This it's either bat- that or give a fuck. He used to be fuck an that. He used to be uh, in like some kind of weird yeah. version of gymnastics.
4: Yeah, it was more really? acrobatic than, than gymnastics. But yeah,
1: you did like rhythmic.
4: Yeah, yeah, like a little circus freak. Yep.
1: <laughs> what could you do?
4: Uh, Juggle? No, no, I did a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of handstand wrong? tricks. <gasps> you know, like you'd go on one hand, they would throw you a brick, you'd be on a like a stand that's like 10 feet up with like a a brick mounted to it and you catch one brick right then you switch hands and put it down on the other side and you build them up like six or eight deep yeah and you still stay in a handstand the whole time and then once you go up you know they do the music and the lights build up the bullshit tension and you flick your wrist (laughs) all the bricks fall except the last ones and you land on them so we used to do tricks like that and then i used to get tossed around like a little girl so awesome. wait a
1: minute, Juan. So wait a minute. What you trying to tell us is, uh, can you uh, pussy pop on a handstand? <laughs> it's
4: a good thing on that game, man. I get with the best of them too. I'll tell you wow, that. yeah. What waste the talent! I'll, I'll drop I mean, it low. I don't look. Talent is talent, okay? <laughs> to see me in my panda baby. bear outfit. <laughs> oh man! Oh, why? he
0: sent me a picture we last Halloween of him in a full-on like panda bear outfit. Why? <laughs>
4: It's why not funny. it's my answer <laughs> <laughs> so wait was there like a full like ma- everything head, oh, okay. head
0: suit everything
4: okay. it was the only thing yeah. I could find that was my shape <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing oh there's hockey pucks out there <laughs> Could have, it could have been a gumball machine. You yeah.
4: I was going to go as Matt Foley or the Kool-Aid man this year. Ooh, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. That was nice and corny, Corliss. good. Job. I vote for yeah. Matt cole, appreciate
0: Matt cole. You,
2: appreciate. <laughs> So is the Kool-Aid man the jar or is he the Kool-Aid? So uh, he's I'm the lean see- question, version. Question oldest time. Mm-hmm.
1: I think what I've seen is someone make the container and then mm-hmm. they put like this wet, uh, red fabric that's kind of fluffy inside of it. And so mm-hmm. they're, they're inside of that. And mm-hmm. then the, the clear container is holding them and the, uh, the fabric, the red fabric. So
2: there is the liquid then. Yeah. They- I disagree. I say it's the jar.
1: Oh, that just,
0: but why, well, then i to be the jar man, not but the Kool
1: man. But if it's man. empty, then it's no Kool Aid, and then you're not the Kool Aid man.
4: You're the jar man at that point. Forget that, man. I'm gonna be the lean man. I'll make my my, my material purple. What do you know about lean? That's some Houston shit. Come on.
1: Oh, or wait, no, they call them like, what do they call them up in New York? They call them like nutcrackers or something like that. It's, it's coding. Um, they're sipping on syrup and like coding and something else, but it's like called like a nutcracker or something.
2: Speaking of New York, I don't know where we were before we paused for uh, one's technical difficulties, but, uh, (laughs) Corliss Mm -hmm. is a, a comedian that's been all over the place. Mm-hmm. So did oh, you go Did you yeah, go to LA first or did you go to New no, York first?
1: I, I went to New York first, love New York. Um, and then I became an alcoholic. And I <laughs> had to leave. I mean, is that why? I had to leave. Yeah. It was just very, the nightlife was very distracting and I was just too young to take on that kind of city so quickly. Uh-huh. And so what ended up happening is I just got completely deterred from the goal I would set for myself as an entertainer. Uh-huh. And um, I needed to get out because I was addicted to the money I was making. So I was making a ton of money with like, you know, being a bottle service lounge, all oh, this stuff. Oh, I-, I
2: thought you were talking about from comedy. I was like, so you were super successful. No. And you're like, nah, fuck no, this. I'm I can't out.
1: deal with this. I, I did a Dave Chappelle. No, I did not. Um, so basically I was like, I need to get out of this distraction
3: because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I'm
1: not here to do club service. So mm-hmm. um, I left and I went to L.A. And then that's when it really that's when it really changed for me, and that's when also my auditions changed because now I wasn't auditioning in like a a, a room with a bunch of girls that looked just like me. I was on stage, and then I would come off stage, and some a a producer or a casting director would be in the audience, and that's how I got a lot of my work.
2: Holy shit! Yeah,
1: so that's when it changed, and that's when I knew I was doing the right thing. I just needed to keep persisting Mm -hmm. in it, and um, and now that the world is pretty small. Uh, when Once my mom got sick, I came back here. I, I don't think I won't go back to L.A. or New York. I definitely would want to go back to both of those cities, but it'll probably be in a more visitation, like nomadic sense and not so much as a staying there. Why? Um, first of all, New York is really tough to live in. Mm-hmm. It's very tough. I think your apartment will be the size of just this wall and back. I can do that. Nobody can see what I'm doing right now. It's about 450 yeah. square feet. Uh and you'll pay like a thousand to twelve hundred dollars for it and you'll be looking at your sink and you'll be looking at your toilet which you're probably sharing with a sweet mate
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um but so for me it just wasn't worth it uh but like i said we're all Mm grown-ups you get your black ass up you (laughs) make some money you save it and then you take a trip out there for a couple of months and be an adult and then you come back and do what you have to do to make things happen for yourself the world is small technology exceeds us you can be a comic and you, the thing about it is with comedy, I feel like you need to be nomadic. I think you need to move for around sure. and it's tough. I, I feel bad for comics when they do have a family because it is tough mm-hmm. uh, for the wife and kids to know that their, their husband or their wife is always leaving and coming and going, mm-hmm. but you have to do it.
2: You have so, to. so how is it? Oh, uh, the girl, freedom. Uh, a girl, from <laughs> <laughs> a girl from the Mo getting the comedy in, in the first place.
1: Ah. Uh, by accident, what? <laughs> I'll tell you exactly what happened.
2: Were you, I was, were you always
1: funny? Or I were you was like... funny, but I was in a in my mind. My mindset was I was a Southern woman, and you're supposed to be demure, and you're supposed to be quiet, and you're supposed to. That shit to has everybody. been out the window. <laughs> yes. ever since I've known her, <laughs> it's not happening. It just wasn't me, and I was having a hard time fitting in mm-hmm. to society because I wasn't being myself. And I'll tell you, I I think the most uh, the the epiphany that I experienced was when I went on a trip with my family and we were in the Bahamas mm-hmm. and the, the host of the actual event gave me the mic because he was, he entered the push up competition. So he had to do pushups while a woman was on his back.
2: Oh, I know how pushups go. And so that
1: is not how they <laughs> He looks at go. me and he's like, this guy doesn't even know what a push up <laughs> is. And he's
2: explaining and so, it to me.
1: And so he was doing the pushups and I was supposed, he gave me the mic. He was like, you got to host the event. Uh-huh. And so I did that and I was just riffing off of everybody else, but it was it was the most, oh my God, it was euphoric, I had so much adrenaline, but it was fabulous i I can't get that feeling back it just. Every time I go and perform on stage, that's when it happens. When you get that mm-hmm. big roar of laughter, it literally, it makes your heart just go, oh, this is
2: the best shit. I'll have like, to take your laughing. word for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I get chuckles. No roar. I'm
1: telling you, when you get that that roar of laughter, it's like addictive and it's like a drug. And I, once I got it, I was like, oh, my gosh. And then people kept coming up to me like, are you a comedian? Are you a comedian? And I was like, no. And I had heard that all my life. And so, how old like, were you when you were in? Oh, I didn't need, I started this like literally uh, 27, 26. What? I didn't start uh, young. What at did you all. do before
2: that? But I, I, know you like, I know you were like an athlete. I was an
1: actor. Well, I ran track for most of my life. I stopped mm-hmm. running track when I was 23. And mm-hmm. then from there, I wanted to learn about theater and acting. So I actually went to an acting conservatory in New York. Oh, okay. And then once I graduated from the conservatory, stuff wasn't happening. And then I was making a ton of money being a bottle service girl with booty shorts on. So that's, Me too. I was saying, hey, the that's how I my start too.
4: <laughs> hey, hey man, I'm telling you that.
1: Hey, uh, hey I a thought
2: man, thought, A that girl from the bow mo and a guy from the. There's no sling yeah. for you get spring. The same, you know? <laughs> you
1: get the same type of respect as yeah. I did, but yeah, I definitely uh, was like, mm, "This is not what I wanted to do in my life," mm-hmm. and I felt lost. I feel lost. What I will say, though, is I loved when I did it at the age that I did it because I didn't have that weird, I got to know who I am moment. I Mm -hmm. already knew who I was. I was like, this is me. This is my personality. I'm not going to change. I Mm -hmm. don't want to change. And if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. And that has gotten me really far with comedy. And it's really helped with a lot of my material. Cause I don't really have to be like, oh, uh, I'm not apologizing for what I feel like or my opinion about something. So, mm.
2: so you, you were, you went, to, you were an athlete. Mm-hmm. So you went, you went to college, and then you, you completed comp- college. You got into acting. How long after you got completed college did you like? So were you? Did you go to school in Texas?
1: I went to school in Texas, and then I went to school in New York. And that was the acting conservatory. Uh By 2010, I was out and um, acting. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe like three years after that. So I was like 26 or 27 Mm -hmm. when I first realized, oh, that's why you're not getting any work. Because you've been trying to be this girl. What girl? But the, the mirror like you were talking about earlier. The, yeah, just like, oh, I want to be an actress and I'm going to be the beautiful girl and I'm going to be, you know, sexy and then like um, you know, oh, what and quiet and I just want to make every make sure everybody's good. Mm. No, that's not who I am. And that's yeah. not sexy. And that's not sexy. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
1: Well, it's not sexy to be fake. If that was exactly. really me, then that's something else, but that wasn't me and so it was easily the camera picks up everything and I'll just say I embarrassed myself quite a bit trying to audition and be that way and it wasn't mm-hmm. working and as soon as I started being goofy coreless I started being too loud put your foot in your mouth coreless that's when I started getting auditions
2: nice yeah, yeah. so like it, so you you obviously had a seed change like you, I'm gonna be like this, this is the style of uh, roles I'm gonna go for or, or uh, stuff I'm gonna go test for, mm-hmm. and then you switched, like, have it's going to be me. So, w- at what point did you go from, like, because you were doing, still pursuing the acting thing full-time, when did you finally click, and you're like, okay, comedy might be something that I would enjoy?
1: Um, I, I was a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I did do it a nerdy I like route. how she says,
2: was... I was like, I, spend, I so, like, spent enough time with Kourtney. I, to I know was a nerd, so I wanted because
1: I felt like I had gotten in the game late, and I knew like about like people that were like. I 16. even start doing it I was in my
2: mid-thirties. Mid I know, 30s, but like late, well, I'm just talking about 30s. people
1: that I've seen that are super popular. They'll be like, "Oh, I got on stage the first time when I was 19," and I was like, "Oh my god, I was a ball of shit when I was 19. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it." But like. um, anyways i i literally was uh so nerdy and i was so late into the game i was like i have to take a class i have to talk to somebody that has been doing it
2: do they ask because you did the acting thing first
1: uh with what the the, the acting
2: and the, you're used to like doing a class well, to learn a skill set
1: i'd heard from several different people just on their videos and stuff like a lot of uh, comics would be like it's a science Mm -hmm. And I was like, what's the science? Because I've been making people laugh, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I have to take a class and at least learn some type of foundational stuff. And then plus, I'm a person that needs to be held accountable. So like, you know, I I need a boyfriend that tells me I'm coming over tonight because I got to. And then I go, oh, I got to wash up. I got to make sure my my vag is clean I got to make sure my bathroom's not funky I got to so that's
2: what I find that hard to believe you seem like somebody you'd be like normally pretty ready put together I'm
1: pretty decent but you can always step your game up when you care about somebody and I care about comedy so I was Mm. like what can I do to make myself accountable and the class I took required you to go to open mics a a certain amount Mm -hmm. so in in, in LA you trip and fall over open mics it's like 30 in a day yeah it's, it's a ton of them and they're all day and so, and they have like a comedy bureau thing where they list them, and there's some that are pre signed but most of them you have to pay. But it, whatever, you pay five dollars ain't nothing compared to what you learn from it. Mm. And I bombed all the time. It was silence, and uh, the teacher was like, "Keep going, keep going, keep going." You're a storyteller. Were there all you're animated. In the crowds. All comics. Oh, well, All comics in the crowd. You can't
2: trust anything you no, get from all comics. No, you
1: can't. But if you- My my rule of thumb with that was if it was a bunch of comics who are desensitized to jokes, if you get a, even the slightest, like, chuckle, or if you True. get somebody that comes to you and goes, hey, yo, that premise is dope, yeah. then you're good. You yeah. need to go ahead. So <laughs> I never knew if my stuff was funny until the show came, but um, ultimately- I just kept doing that, and then the teacher kept being like, oh, you have to write another joke. You have to write another joke. I need eight minutes. I need a solid eight minutes before you go up to the show. Uh And we only had like four weeks. And that kind of stuff was like, it was an intense, like- Speed version, but I did it, mm. and so I know I ca- I'm ca- what I'm capable of, and that's what it was. It was just me holding myself accountable. If you're going to be serious about a comic, you need to research. You need to make sure you're always looking at different ways to be a comic. Look at female comics. Why isn't her stuff working? Why is it working? Yeah, why is that? A, why women get a hard rap? We get a hard rap. and, yeah. and for some reason, a lot of times more than often, a lot I hear it all the time. People are like, "Oh, the women comics are not funny." Women comics are not funny, and I want my goal was to make it be that they stop identifying me as a female, which hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but they, I, they, and they start just being like, "Man, she's a funny comic," and that's I don't know what that I anyone want.
2: Anyone says like course, is one of the funniest girl. Girls in Houston are women in Houston. Like their like chorus is fucking hilarious.
1: I well, I I get it in my face, so I know they're mm-hmm. still saying it. So they'll be like, "Oh, you're a funny female comic. You're one of the funny female comics." And I'm like, "Damn, I, I wish it was just you're a funny comic." Mm-hmm. And and I definitely didn't want to be two tits and ass. Uh-huh. So sometimes you might notice I had I'll that do concern show, too,
2: believe it or not. <laughs>
1: I try to be yeah. like I try not to. I try to keep dick jokes to a minimum. Yeah, I try yeah. not to come out on stage with my breast hanging out because I have big titties and mm. I know that that'll tough be life, a distraction. Life, yeah. And yeah. It is so tough to I try not beat to flaunt myself. <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying, like it's certain. I know it, I'm. I'm surrounded by dudes, and if you could just hear me out for just a moment, I really do feel like women. Are looked at first sexually, absolutely, and then, and then what their material is, mm-hmm. and then the hardest part about that is when you go to a comedy show. Most of the time, people are coupled up, and who are they coupled with? A female, and the female is looking at you like this bitch. Yeah, uh. her dude, her dude is scared to laugh because then it makes makes her be like, oh, you think she funny? You just want to fuck her. Da-da-da. So it's like you have to deal with all these different variables. Uh-huh. And that is so material. real. What you are I, saying is so I, real, I, and that, I, no one ever talks true. about that. But that, yeah, is that is absolutely true. the truth. Yeah.
4: That is why truth, it, but I, I totally totally understand what you're saying. Cuz yeah. uh my wife would be like that. I see <laughs> that's like, I you think, think this is like a bitch prime is example of yeah. uh, what
2: we were talking about before we started recording. I feel like that's a prime example of a time that like we're going into like a little bit of crowd work would be like super valuable cuz like the, you're right cuz that's that's what people are th- girls are thinking whenever they, they you know I've heard this from a lot of female comics it's like The girls are like not on their side when they first started, especially if they're good looking. No no woman is ever on any other woman's side, man. They're like, who the fuck is this girl? My guy's going to be looking at her for the next five minutes.
1: I'm not trying to tip my hat, but most of the time what I find works out, especially when it's a lot of couples in the crowd. I definitely try to do a self-deprecating thing about myself to Mm. start it off. Because once a woman finds out that you kind of have something that you have an insecurity about.
4: They all right with you.
1: Whether it's honest <laughs> or not, whether she knows it's real or not, if they, 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 you said it out loud, they're like, oh, she don't like how her, her, her other nipple goes up towards the sky and the other one points down. Uh, There's something wrong with her. Leah now everybody "Everybody not like that. Wax on, wax
4: on.
1: Well, that's when you, it, it, it works. It works. Like, you can be like, girl, these heels is hurting my feet. I got corns for days. And it, it just that little, it's not even a good joke. Mm. But just the woman in the crowd knowing that you're like, oh, she got corns. Okay, I can laugh. It mm. kind of lightens them up. Mm. It really does. It's, it's, it's crazy. But you you got to be a psychiatrist in like three seconds as a comic. You have For to sure, like analyze yeah. your whole audience. And I have to make sure the bitches like me. I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it didn't help to call them bitches. But uh, oh, yeah. ultimately, that's what I feel like I'm dealing with every time I step on stage.
2: Yeah, that's like, I feel like that. That is absolutely true. But I feel like if you go up there and you start out with something, maybe not to start out, but if you're getting that vibe that you're, you've tried, you've put those seeds out there. You've tried the, the stuff that's tried and true that will get you above that. If they're still giving you a hard time, if you go into some kind of a crowd work kind of a scenario to where they think that you're going to be looking for that guy, the guy vote, basically mm-hmm. or the, the guy approval. And when you just shit on a guy and you take the girl side of things, that might get them
1: to. It, it's, I mean, it, it, this is, it is all, a challenge. Th- it took us longer to explain this shit than it does for you to have to do it on stage. You literally have to do this within three seconds oh, yeah. of <laughs> yeah. stepping on stage. Like, we literally took a long way to explain it, but you have to be quick. It isn't a, you don't get time to be like, um, do you do the bitches like me yet? Yeah. Like you, you literally have to be like, boom, boom, oh, it's a lot of female. Like, I even, that's You have likable energy, when, though. When the, uh, when dudes go on stage before me, I always pay attention to when they do that crowd thing where they're like, hey, how many couples are in? And I'll be like, dude, one, two, three, four, five, okay. So it's a, it's a lot of fucking girls with their dudes tonight. All right, I got to do something that's silly. I got to do mm. this. I got to make myself seem unrelatable. Right. so that's what I do I, I, I'm always sitting in the crowd watching oh there's a oh it's a gay couple in the front is a, a girl in the front oh she got an attitude okay let me I have to you have to you have oh, to that's as a female it's a smart move if you don't sure. do it you about to it's going to take you oh, at least a minute or two to get everybody on your side and that's way too long in comedy instead For of. sure. Two minutes is a long time. That's,
2: yeah. Especially though. yeah. <laughs> if you're trying sure. to do
1: your regular work and now you gotta, I gotta get this bitch back Besides, I gotta do this thing, I gotta so make like, it look like I don't like her, dude.
2: What's like your go-to, like so you say you, you try to do something self-deprecating mm-hmm. to get the girls on your side, like what's your, do you have like a go-to that you got, that's like a quick like, 15-second joke or is it like a whole 30-second Well, minute?
1: sometimes I dance on stage. One thing, I, I'll tell you this one thing I've done and it kind of works all the time. I dance coming up on stage because sometimes I go to the black shows they bring you up to music.
2: Except <laughs> for Carrington's. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, Kids, she hates your ass. Open mic. She wants nothing to do with karaoke. <laughs> well, she told me like, I they haven't been there yet. Not going there.
1: But yeah, so if it's a black show, they usually have music. They bring you up to, and I dance up onto the stage, and then I keep dancing for a little bit. But then I tell the DJ to cut the music really quickly, and I go because I don't got time. You know, these bitches are looking at me like, did she just fucking dance the whole time and I have an attitude with it? That immediately lets them know, like, oh, okay, she's cool. She's not really trying to... She mm-hmm. knows that we'll talk shit about her. Let's move on. Right. And that, that quickness is what I'm talking about. I'm trying to find more of those where I'm yeah. just like... Oh, bitches, don't worry. This is a weave. Like, oh, she got a weave on. Good, 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 good. There's something wrong with her. She can't grow her own hair out. Mm. I, I've, I've, I've even walked on stage with my Mr. Magoo glasses on because I'm trying to make sure these bitches are not like. She I, just is trying to be cute. i fucked up up time a
2: couple times. I yeah. fucked
1: up one time and wore this loose fitted shirt and I didn't have a bra on. I, it was the it was a deafening this silence one, this, went this. Her. this one
2: time quote unquote <laughs> this one singular time I thought that's what she wore every time no, <laughs> no
1: I had this gray top on from American Apparel so you know it didn't have no lining on it it was titties central it was boobs it was tit tit titties okay oh. and and I I could just see the out because this happened I didn't know the I hate was the had to have been up. like
2: you could feel it I'm and sure and the
1: producer dude Obviously It's like Oh look at them titties You can go up if you want to And so I'm like Thinking it's an opportunity <laughs> No, nah, Hell no. Nah. I should have said no Because I got up there And it was like The girls were lying This fucking bitch <laughs> And then So I knew I was right Because as soon as I got off the stage This dude Rips into my ass For like At least a minute And be like Quo's brought the titties Out today I was like Fuck The host yeah, the uh he was like another comic that was going up after me because we did a um we tagged. Okay. We didn't have a, a actual host. And he just he went in on me for 1 minute the whole crowd was just I mean they were like bawling laughing and I was like I, okay. Note to self, do not show titties. Um, do not show titties. <laughs> not yeah. at least for the first three years of your career. <laughs> it's
2: kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Guys don't have anything comparable to that at all. Like there's no male equivalent to where like, oh, you can't be too handsome.
1: Well, that's you, like but exist. that's the thing you guys are supposed to be funny guys are so sub- i even want my guy to be funny
2: mm-hmm. I,
1: I think it's sexy when Your a guy is funny too. it's so charming no matter what they look like if you're funny and i'm rolling in my chair we're going on a second date uh, can you please
2: spread that okay, to the rest yeah. of society? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you got to be funny too adam though you gotta, oh. uh, i can't just say funny she's right She's right. <laughs> I'm just messing. Um, but yeah, so. Course, anyway. <laughs> I fucking invite her over to my show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Into yeah. my house. I'll see y'all.
4: I'll see y'all We're later. still talking shit. <laughs> gonna give Clean the treatment. bass gum out of his shower, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did that I for Mark. gotta <laughs>
1: get up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tighten up, man. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. But I'm going to get through it. And I have been. And I've had really great shows. And so I know it's it's something I'm capable. But of. But you don't
2: you don't go like I mean look I'm not a comic expert by any stretch. But you don't go like the typical like hot comedian route. Like they talk about nothing but relationships. They talk about like, well that, that it, they go talk about. It's all talking about the pussy. All talking about like like guys and guys are assholes. You don't go that traditional route. You go like a more traditional like like just funny. Like, this is just, this is like, you have a little bit about your life, but you're, you're not going in the, what I would consider like the tropes that a lot yeah. of female comics. Gets, and that's like, why, and that's into. why,
4: like for me as a, as a comedy, a person who loves comedy, it's like when a woman, like she's right though. Like you, there's definitely a stigma about it. I'm like, as soon as I see a female coming up to the mic, I'm like, oh man, I hope she's not one of these like pussy joke bitches. Cause yeah. like, it just kills it for me. I'm like, that's, it. just seems too elementary. I want them to be a good comic.
1: Yeah, I don't want to like hear about their vagina. Topics, like, like topics. Like, yeah, like be funny. Like but it, I you think know. I think Juan, you're absolutely right, and I also feel like there is a a, a finesse to it. Mm-hmm. If you could present yourself as uh, and do it right, you can go into that territory slightly. Yes. Sure, you, you can, be you able can to get there be able because now at that point you, you have anywhere. them they have you just them can't many rely pers- on it yeah edger. you can't I, can, I will never open with like guys my pussy smelled earlier this week <laughs> I can't do it because first of all I don't even act like that in normal situations so it's not my personality yeah it's not type. true to yourself uh, I I, I do I have made people laugh about dick sucking stuff because I'm oh, the nails I'm, joke. I'm lazy. Oh yeah. Okay, That's yeah, the nail joke. one. I have ghetto ass nails, but I know how to hold a dick without my nail scraping yeah. the dick but, I but the way the you end. deliver
2: it is what makes it funny I think. yeah
1: the way it's, i do it at the it's at the end of my yeah. set everybody knows that i'm a poor poor broke bitch at this point
2: now i love that it's like Those it's calling things. out mm-hmm. this like people judging you for this that or the other like mm-hmm. no you're wrong mm-hmm. here's why like it, then you do this whole long bit about it yeah and mm-hmm. uh that's what i like about it it's, that's it, the psychology it's of it. expectations mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah yeah i agree one yeah. i agree You have to learn how to finesse them to get on your side, first of all, and then and to understand your perspective and understand it's not coming from an overly sexualized place that you're just trying to find a way to like get that shock value. I don't need shock value. I just need to make you laugh. And I want I want to do it through different topics. Like I want to talk about the president. I want to talk about bad relationships, but I also want to talk about maybe I do want to talk about his dick. Mm. but I don't want it to be about the slobber was coming down and then I had to, I had to stop it up. Grab, I had to yeah. grab a biscuit. That's not me. So what is, I'm what, not going to
2: do that. What would you consider to be like your most sexual joke? I don't feel like you don't have it. You Ooh. don't have a ton of them. I t-
1: the porn racism one, but I'm just really, yeah, but that's not fun really of titles I mean, that's
2: that's funny on its own. God dang, like, that's funny, that's just like, the, in title. No,
1: like, <laughs> God yeah. dang. no, it's a
2: hilarious, it's a hilarious. Bit. <laughs> that's my
1: little bullet point that I put on the page for yeah, myself. That's it's fucking funny great, funny, uh, bit. Porn racism. <laughs> but like,
2: like I said, like, uh, it's not that's not overtly sexual, like, that's like almost like guy, that relates to guys. Well, um, maybe masturbate
1: for the wrong reasons. No, no, I don't know.
2: But that's what I'm saying like you don't have anything that that fits that trope that's where it's like Oh, this is just a completely overly sexualized thing, just for shock value. You don't have any yeah. of those.
1: Yeah, I mean, guys, I'm a brute on of. stage, but I'm a freak in the bed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, Delete no. that part. <laughs> it's a hacky bullshit. No, no, no. I, I, I guess it's just that's just not my personality. But look, this is the that's thing. A good thing I will never take away from all those women that have been able to do those things on stage and get really far with it. I can't take that from them because I'm actually allowed now to be regular Mm -hmm. like i'm allowed to be regular because they've done those things they've taken it so far that i can actually do my own self and not have to like placate to everybody being like because one time i have been i have been heckled where someone's like why don't you say something um nasty and i'm like whoa like what is this you know but like that there's some people that are looking for that because i'm a female i just that's just not my personality and like i said earlier i'm never going to do something For everybody else, I'm always going to try to be a comic for me, because that's why I'm here. And if you just so happen to be laughing, then that's even a that's a plus. Sure. And I do get off on the laughs, but I have to be myself doing it. I have to. It's the only way I'll make it. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the
2: first joke that you told that worked really, really well?
1: (laughs) No, it's um. What? I'm about to lose one in like five, four, three, two. Um,
2: <laughs> no, he already loves the you. First,
1: the first joke I ever like about composed, short guys. and it worked, and it got me so far that I got on MTV with it.
2: Really? Ooh. But it's
1: disgusting. Let's hear it. So this is—it's not a joke; it's a story. You remember I told you I was a storyteller. Yeah. Okay. So the story is: I was going to go. It was in New York. I was going to go on a date with a guy. And he was super hot, super cute. I've been wanting to go out with him for quite a while. I was excited about the day. I got my, my cooch waxed. Everything was (laughs) glistening, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I get to his house and I have to take, a massive shit. <laughs> and I and it was like the one where you can't hold it. Like it's like it's there. It's <laughs> it's gonna happen. So I was so panicked because I didn't want to ruin my chances with the guy. And I was like, you cannot take a shit on the first day and think it's gonna something's gonna happen. Um, and so I literally went into his bathroom and I was like, I'm gonna just do the push and flush. I'm gonna do a push and flush So the push and flush is It's not co- It's not a complimentary Like flush for the part, Courtesy flush It's You literally Have it at the edge Of your pants And as soon as you push it out You flush the toilet There's no shit Seamless track. Seamless It's seamless The smell doesn't linger too long Whatever. I'm taking notes I'm taking notes <laughs> Okay So I'm I, If you don't so, know that shit By so now I'm getting ready To do that And I I, I I pushed it out And I go Clink 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 His fucking toilet Is broken Oh uh. <laughs> (laughs) so i so i i fucking go into panic mode i go into full panic mode i start i open the window i try to start airing it out i try to like go in the back of the toilet fix the toilet with the chain that wasn't the problem i got cleaning products and tried to like you know put that in the toilet clean stuff up and nothing was working finally i just blacked out i started making a toilet paper palette i'm making a toilet paper (laughs) palette i'm making a toilet paper palette i mummified my hand I moment my hand and I just start picking the shit out of the toilet. So oh I'm picking God. it out of the toilet and I threw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> and so the end of the joke is basically like I try to juice the thing where I say, you know, like, it's not that I threw shit out the window and potentially hit somebody in the face with it. It's just the fact that how fast I thought to do it because it really, I took, the story took a while for me to explain to y'all, but I literally did it in a matter of seconds. Yeah. Like I was just panicked and I was like, what kind of person throws shit out the window? So it always goes back to me being like someone who's cool under half. pressure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> someone who, someone who but, knows yeah,
1: what so to that do. That story, I got so, I got ridiculed by all of the comedy uh, community when I first started doing that joke. Cause they were like, nobody wants to hear about a girl. And it was so great. This is in New York still? No, this is in L.A. You know, they think bitches is supposed to be titties on stilts. Mm -hmm. And basically, I was like, well, you know, I'm going to still do it. I'm going to still do it. And I got on MTV with that damn story, mm-hmm. and it was so great to say. Oh, and like people started quotes uh if y'all didn't see her on this da, 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 she her comedy story. Da, 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 da. And then they were just it was like a humble pie for them to swallow because they gave me so much crap about it, especially the guys. They were like, "That's disgusting. Nobody wants to hear about a girl doing this." that, that. I was like, "We all do it, though." Yeah. And yeah, it's not listen. that I was. Fuck them. The, the, and you're focused on the wrong part of the damn story. I'm not talking about the shit. I'm talking about. The the fact that I threw it out the window. I'm talking message.
4: about the respect for the dick that she was planning. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Despite that, thank all you. that, is, that is the power of dick. You should have been proud here in that story. Juan, thank
1: you. I liked him so much that I How was How did willing- the dick go? It went great. <laughs> it went really well. They made it seem like I fucked him at the end of the night, but. MTV editors. <laughs> that's so fucked yeah. up though,
4: right?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. MTV really screwed me over too whenever. I, no, wait, no, MTV wants nothing to do with me. <laughs> no, they will. They, they
4: will. But that's like, the
0: thing. I, where's
2: the mid 30s bald guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to hear his perspective. Nobody gives a shit about me.
0: The Younger generation of America really looks up to you, Adam. Yeah, oh exactly,
1: man, Juan, yeah. I never thought of it like that though. That dick was so powerful. That's I right. right. I ain't <laughs> even seen it yet. No, that's
2: just, no. That was your reputation. Just like oh. Like, uh, this is oh. gonna get out, even though it will never get out. If you think about it in
4: reality, yeah. but that's everyone's. No, there's no way. Panic. Even
1: I mean, I really don't know if it didn't get out. No, but it that's why not. I
4: identified with that joke. Because as a guy, we will do some crazy shit. It's yeah. yeah. So it yep. was just nice to hear, like, yeah, all right, because I've cheese graded so, in a minute. That's what's so you, uni- like,
2: No, we don't need to go into that again. No. I'm just saying no that,
4: like,
1: but that's it's nice so to know it goes both it. ways. You Wait, know, you yes, it does. Juan, it does. Girls would do some stuff. ass so that's, that's why, that's why was it was so fucking funny. funny. Yeah, that's what's so yeah. funny
2: about is it. it's like it shows it because everybody thinks like, okay, these women, like, it's like they're on a pedestal. Like the guys are tripping over themselves to to get with them. And they can do whatever they want and they'll be fine. The fact that you pull the curtain back, and, you know, girls think about this stuff
1: too. Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah. That's what's oh, yeah. Uh, you know what I always laugh about when guys are like uh, talking about, oh, this girl is freakier. This girl is freaky. This girl, these girls are not freaky. And they kind of really even like directed towards black women not being freakier than like Asian women or like white women. And I always laugh when they say that because what? I'm like, you know what? Yes, that one. What? Scream out loud, what again? Uh-oh. Because that is the truth. Girls are super freaky. But if you mm. made them feel oh you haven't been exposed <laughs> oh I've been t- exposed all right I'm telling you right now all girls are every girl freaks. is every a girl. freak every, except, every girl except
2: I'll tell you the except a, the ones that are there's a scale there's a scale in my my limited experience
4: there is a scale you will decide how freaky that gets that's all that matters. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, it ain't you know, her your It's is, what you're about. It's, your,
2: it's what you're willing your to- Your
1: choices- yeah. I, feel are, like
2: it's, I feel like the people who are freakier are the people who like are in relationships for the right reasons,
1: which sounds I, weird. I agree with you- I agree you with that 100%. I yeah. agree with you 100% because the, the more I think that the guy is trustworthy, the more he can get me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like just real talk, straight up, like- I'm not saying I've done everything in the world, but I definitely know the right person that makes me comfortable. You can literally be like, baby, I'm going to throw this pie at your face and I need you to take it <laughs> while you get this dick. And I'll be like, oh, this is weird, but OK. I'm going to add like that to my I list. feel like
2: that's true for sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Blueberry?
1: Okay. <laughs> I love like blueberry pie or yeah, salsberries. Yeah, I'm more
2: of a rhubarb pie kind of a person.
1: Ooh,
4: look at you being bougie.
2: <laughs> Nobody's rhubarb pie. Nobody's rhubarb pie. He brought
1: yeah. the old farmer to town. Come on, yeah. get some rhubarb. <laughs> rhubarb has a little bit of I'm a, sour sweet to I'm it. I'm a chocolate
2: uh-huh. pie person, if I'm being honest oh child mm. we do know you have the chocolate taste adam <laughs> oh no i was talking about like the actual like actual pie <laughs>
1: like
4: a, uh, uh, mo- uh, oh we like, know what you mo- meant <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i likes the chocolate as well yeah
2: <laughs> everyone's
1: trying yeah i always laugh when guys try to be like oh girl that girl ain't forget that i'm like oh you must have did something wrong because i know a lot of girls and i know a lot of freaks
2: yeah i feel like The the I mean we don't I don't know how far we need to go deep on this but like the worst sex I've ever had it's with somebody who it's like it's not a deep relationship at all and it's just like it was something that was clearly like a surface thing Mm -hmm. and it was just like there was no connection there so it was like I'm like this is just like a awful exchange yeah and it, it takes you out of it it's it's no fun. And uh it's yeah,
0: terrible. I mean, I Are you know talking you about said. your cousin stuff in collection again?
1: I just knew it was gonna be something stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're gonna cut this part out.
1: <laughs> he just told a secret and shit. He's like, I didn't I'm have opening sex. my heart up <laughs> <out laughs> to you. She is my third cousin. It doesn't count.
4: There's no blood relation. Okay. I'm adopted, man. I used to hide at family events. <laughs>
2: Oh
1: man!
4: Anyway, I agree. Yeah.
1: Oh my god! I'm I'm actually asexual, so I'm completely on board with that. Bullshit.
2: No, no, no. You,
1: there's different. There's different. There's Demi, and then there's like people that are full blown. What's that? So mean? there's some people that just don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. For me, if I don't have some type of connection with the person, some type of tantric type of connection, sure. I don't really care to go any further with them uh, mm-hmm. physically. It's called friend and, zone. Uh, no it's not called friend zone. It's Coors called is friend zone people left and right. I'm not friend people left half and half of right.
2: Houston is friend zone by I'm
1: not that this the thing. When Look, I know I need to eat my words right now because I am dating a comic right now. Mm-hmm. But I can we talk about that? We not can necessarily the first, slightly person. talk about it, but I'm very protective. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I would I literally just start. I this is the first time I've ever dated a comic, and this is the first time it's not been blown up in my face mm-hmm. because I literally, well, like, oh, so if it's the first time it hasn't blown up in your face, well, comics are retarded, true. Fact. And I've tried several times <laughs> to even. We are, we are, all of us. I'm talking about myself, including I'm a a very mature human being. Mentally, we are like weird, and Mm -hmm. and, and it's hard to get past us because we have psychological issues. That's why we're funny, Mm -hmm. and that's the truth. Our comedy comes from darkness. Comedy comes from darkness, (laughs) and there's there's certain people that can take it, and there's certain people that cannot. And I don't think another comic some more more often than not, I don't think another comic can take the psychosis that needs to go and take place (laughs) with another comic. (laughs)
4: Yeah, that, but, would, yeah. Be, uh, man, that yeah. would be, man, that would be stressful, probably. It or could, stressful. could be. Is it
2: by by nature? Because like, I, like, I mean, like I said, there are people who you can see, like, in the scene, you're like, that person is crazy. Yeah. And then there's certain people who you could be like, I don't know if they're crazy or not until I get to know them, and they're, then they're crazy. And then there's other people who are, like, just normal people.
1: Well, I'll, I'm, I can only speak for myself. I, I don't yeah. know any so of those. What I- so what I'm going to say is I can go really low. I can go really low with my mood into a depressive, a depression mm-hmm. state. And sometimes it's connected with comedy. Sometimes it's just because that's just where I went. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what if we both are in this thing? We both would be like, fucking like, you take the blame first and then I'm going to cut myself. It would be no help there. So like, I, it is tough, but like, it does help that he's in a different year of his comedy career
2: way later uh, and then she's uh, a chick she's like what's, a, what's the word for like, robbing the cradle of the comedy world I am
1: robbing the cradle <laughs> yeah. he's like a little baby yeah she's and like eight
2: like, hey, and seven, hey, seven years in I've been doing this in, for he's eight. two years, <laughs> years I'm
1: scratching my pussy <laughs> yeah. yeah she's
2: he's like robbing hey. that energy She's like, hey.
1: like she's, she's sucking the energy out yeah so power to you me. I love
2: this guy by the way <laughs> this guy is uh, hysterical he's
1: funny as well but and I I can't wait to see where where he goes with his career uh but ultimately I was scared at first to date him because I was like oh I know we get competitive and then we can get real I can get low I can get real low where you're like you are not a fun person to be around right now why are you not funny and then then you always have to worry about them knowing the real you where they're like, oh, this bitch sucks. <laughs> and now we go out in public and I'm like, Yeah, she's not as great as y'all think she is. Like, you know, you have these thoughts in your head. So it was a it was nerve wracking at the beginning, but now that I know that he's been like a really cool, like I would actually like to do stuff with him as um, not sexually, but also <laughs> but what is uh, that? but uh not just Wait, sexually. Wait, y'all aren't saving it for marriage? No, no, no. I said not just this sexually this whole time? Not just sexually. <laughs> What do you mean? I would actually like to do, like, work with him. Like, I would like to, like, build scripts and, like, do things with him because he has, like, a really great uh, perspective politically. And uh, he has really strong opinions politically, very and, strong opinions. And um, it just would be fun to have somebody that he's literally the opposite of me.
2: He's one of like mm-hmm. so. Like, he started. Like, we're not going to say we don't need to say it, like who he is, but like he started roughly around the same time I did, mm-hmm. and he is w- insanely uh, more loops, disciplined loops than. Leaps and... I don't know you could go that far.
1: I thought... I didn't know Leaps gonna, and bounds better than... Well, yes, I didn't I know did you it. were going to say... Compared to yourself, I thought you were going to say... Leaps, I thought you were going to say he's more ahead of like a first-year person doing... Oh,
2: by far, yeah. Like, he was like... Of the people who started ar- roughly around the time I did, by... F- not even close. He excelled the quickest. Mm-hmm, and I think it goes for him. It was... Well, he, he had great jokes. Mm-hmm, funny mm-hmm, stories. Mm-hmm, gr- like, just polished because and i talked to him about it like he would practice in his apartment like to himself like he practiced no i'm a late well no it's smart he's a
1: nerd i would
2: (laughs) i'm this lazy dick who's like i'm a lazy person who's like oh uh i'm gonna try this new joke i'm just like if i forget where i am i'll just look at my phone and then he was no he was like no he knew what he was going to do he knew the cadence he knew the act outs and I was like respect I, I like I like his style a lot
1: yeah he's and, very uh, like uh uh, and is it analytical when they're yes, like yeah, yeah. he's, well, he's very, an engineer yeah so yeah. that's why I think that's where it, but this is the thing though Adam don't compare yourself to other people because it's different strokes for other folks like I you oh, know I, never you know like I come up with my best material when I'm rocking in the shower about my horrible fucking day Hell at work yeah. and I'm like mm, oh <laughs> yeah, that would be funny or if I'm really fucking drunk yeah. and I'm driving home I'm just kidding that's horrible
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus it's
1: only funny when she's driving home though i'm I'm like literally drunk or something and i'm just sitting there going oh that would be good i write it down real quick and then i daydream about my stuff i know this sounds like i'm trying to act like i'm like the blackout album with jay-z but i literally daydream about my set and what i would say first i daydream about
4: myself i thought i was the only one
1: yeah (laughs) about her set uh set
4: Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Uh. (laughs) You self-involved prick. Have you seen me?
3: (laughs) I I hate hate him so much.
2: Is this the first time you ever did any comic? Uh, Yes, straight up. Yes. I did a comic very briefly, and it was an absolute disaster.
1: Well, because this is the thing. I live vicariously through other people's relationships. And so every time I saw one of my girls, every time I saw them, every time I saw them dating another guy, I would literally be like, oh, hell no. Like this one girl, she told me about this dude. He had a weird like choke fetish. And I was like, oh, hell no, girl. That sounds crazy. And then like he was funny as fuck on stage. And I was like, oh. And then I remember one time a guy, he was funny. He's, He's actually on movies now. And he wanted to talk to me so bad that I was like, no. She was like, girl, he funny. I was like, no, I can tell he
2: Names, crazy. give us names. I name. can tell he great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I'm going to name drop all they asses. They ain't in LA. They don't know. But <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, yeah,
2: this will get to him. Yeah. I don't <laughs> get <until> he <laughs> chokes the up. shit
1: out of you. Like, what the? Well, <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, it was, it was some stuff that was going down in LA. And I used to be like, that's why when I ain't gonna, I'm not trying to put this out there like it was normal. 'Cause it's not, but like when Louis C. K. got in trouble for the whole dick um showing thing, I was mm-hmm. like, nigga that happened to me like ten times. Really? Yes. It wasn't like, I don't know what the girl experienced as far as being by herself or whatever would happen with the, him exposing himself afterwards. But I know that there were so many guys that would come into the room, the green room, and they would just be like, ah, made you look and run out. And I'd be like, man, put your little dick back in your pants. It was just like a, a little silly thing because comics are so- 12. We're all together <laughs> and we're 12 years old and we're trying to top each other well, and be super funny. And then like it just becomes- awful. I
2: feel like that's a crossing the line though. No,
1: no you're for me, I'm you're so slave. polar. I'm,
2: I'm so the other way. I'm like, like, I would never want somebody to think I was hitting on them if they're another comic. So I'm like, I, like, I just don't want them to feel any kind of awkwardness ever. I guess.
1: No, no, no. But you're, like the- you're great. You're great. You're oh, absolutely yeah. right. I didn't say it was, I didn't say it was a normal thing to do. I'm just saying when you're in mm-hmm. that community and you're all desensitized and you're all being, trying to top one another and be the funniest and be silly. Sure. And then all of a sudden it turns into like, you know, 15 people in the green room and a dude walks in with his dick out and he's like, Hey, man, y'all look and he runs out. It's just like, you're like, put your goddamn dick away and let's, you know, move on from there. So, I'm not trying to normalize what Louis C.K. did. Mm. I'm just saying, like, it. There's lines that have been crossed. There's a lot. That's of just those in. nasty
4: American circumcised motherfuckers.
1: Oh, you are not circumcised? <laughs>
4: Hell no. He's for real. He's Puerto oh, I, Rican. I've I
1: never. I am not goddamn God Puerto
3: Rican.
4: <laughs> Costa Rican. I don't know, fucking oh, know. Are you Costa Rican? He's Costa a Rican. Rican. There's like oh, eight of us made it out. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my brother no, and my sister, that's, that's a, like
1: that's such a distinctive number. Yeah. <laughs> like well, when you can drive months. from
4: one side of a country to another in two hours, you know, in Ooh, a small.
1: Child. No, that's
4: small. Was crazy.
1: Costa Rica where that dude found that money, pile Uh, no, uh, he found a pile of money buried in the ground. That wasn't Costa Rica, huh? What is this? Was uh, uh Colombia, it was Long Pablo John Escobar. Silver's? No, I think it was like Pablo Escobar's money, and he—it was like a guy that worked in the jungle, and he just was—he was working, and he found a, a, the stash of money that he had put underground. Oh, y'all didn't don't know about this, know. y'all.
2: I don't I don't, don't I don't read Pablo it? Escobar quarterly. No.
1: <laughs> you must have made me call you the N word. I'm saying it. it was like in the news. Like this dude, he was like he took a picture by it. And it was like yeah. everybody was like, What would you have done if you found this money? And they were like, You couldn't do I nothing but turn it in. Yeah. No, you can't do nothing. Why? Money has serial numbers on it. Yeah. True. Okay, so first it's probably not clean. That's Mm -hmm. why they buried it underground. And then what you going to do, carry a bunch of uh, suitcases back and forth to America? they they going to see it in the, you know. I'd figure something out. You're not going to make it. not
4: giving it back. Well, if you're a white guy, you probably could get away with that.
1: Right?
2: Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Costa Rican he piece of shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my right, god Come on
2: now. Don't fucking got... give us that shit. Oh
1: my god. No you obla like espanol
4: <laughs> yeah. You don't even speak Spanish. Get the fuck out of here.
1: Oh my goodness.
4: Listen, man, I have it from good authority from someone from Costa Rica that I act just like the guys. In town, yeah. <laughs> that I act just like
1: the like they're the same assholes mm. we grew up with. I was like, oh come cool. on! I feel like I'm part of the me team now. Shit. Up. <laughs> oh no,
0: I believe you. I just I don't watch the news.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe y'all don't know about this. It was so crazy. Was it, it was recent? Like, it was like in 2017, 2018. So not too, not too long ago. Not long ago. Every all, time I turn um, on the news,
4: it's just another person being murdered in broad daylight
1: like man i can't i can't watch oh, this news lord man. let me see where is it at? it's uh da, 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 da. oh, all was a colombian farmer finds drug money worth 600 million what buried by pablo escobar yes dang it was it was a lot of mi- fucking money oh. that's a pal and he was like oh my gosh yeah. That's about I, the right I mean, now in retrospect, maybe Adam is right. We'll tr- try to figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have a lifetime supply of groceries, I guess. But I literally was like, oh, wow.
4: I would call every white friend I had with a really good job. <laughs> I'll be like, you're going to go on vacation for me. <laughs>
1: I, look, listen, my sister is a lawyer. She got one of them little accounts that you can pretend like you got a fake ass business. With. I'm like, Chris? I need you to put three hundred thousand in the account every two months. Oh, bitch, we'll make this shit work. Oh, it was six hundred mil, uh, uh, Adam. It was six hundred mil.
4: Yeah, that's mine. I, I actually,
1: I, I almost didn't even know how to pronounce it when I saw the number. I was like, that's one two <laughs> oh shit that's 600 mil oh child that makes me i remember i was a, i was friends with this dea agent well he was a ex dea and he was telling me about this time he um no he just retired and he was telling me about this time he had made this drug bust in new york and he said the room was probably about this size mm-hmm. uh, about like a maybe like what is this 50 square feet i don't know This room right here? He said it was wall to wall money and he said it wasn't even like ones. It was like $100 bills stacked up against the wall where it was only like a little small square where you could make like rotate around. I was like, I was like, please tell me you took some of the money. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a horrible cop. I would be a horrible cop. I'd be like, look, take some off the top. Nobody will know. I can get my kids through college. We'll be exactly. good. We'll be good. Oh, my God. i will be a horrible cop. <laughs> I'm saying it on live podcast right now. I would be a horrible cop. I'm a Capricorn. I like money too much. That's why I had to move out of New York. I had to move out of New York because I was making too much money and I was off task. I was buying like red bottom shoes. Mm-hmm. I, had, I have nothing to show for the hundreds of thousands of dollars I made in New York. <laughs> but uh, like a couple of goddamn Valentino shoes in boxes. I'm like, damn, I, I know what I would do with my money. So
0: during the whole COVID thing, have you still found ways to practice and stay creative? Or have you like, taking a pause like some other people have what you've been doing
2: recently yeah she's been I, still a younger comics fucking material <laughs> energy
1: i i did try uh when we first released back into the wild after the first like two months that we did uh quarantine i did try to get back in the in the game i did find i didn't really care much for um the uh idea of like the zoom style comedy shows and I, I won't take anything from anybody that has done them i just feel like the i noticed that there is a, a atmosphere that you create in a stand-up comedy situation mm-hmm. and those stupid little the bar table chairs and those you know like those cocktail waitresses coming by and the mood lighting and those ugly red crushed velvet curtains are needed Mm-hmm. Yeah. all of it's needed it sets a tone but what i wanted to do i wished i had i wished i had like a hundred thousand dollars and i wanted you to just talk about having i wanted to in new york i wanted to well, did i did you also hear me say i have nothing Red to bottom, show for it um i wanted to start a a drive-in comedy spot uh-huh. Where you could stay in your car, and then like the speakers could be put in the person's on the on vehicle mm-hmm. of the car. Mm-hmm. Now the only thing is, as the comic, you might not hear anybody laughing back. That's but that's so tough. That is tough. That's but, the whole problem. With but the they Zoom will shows. hear. They'll hear your jokes, and maybe they won't be so distracted to where they will be laughing, and you can hear like a little bit of laughter. But I, I thought a drive-in comedy show would be a dope idea. Have like a huge stage,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: it's outside, and it's like the, people drive their cars up. They stay in their own little spot. People, you can go get popcorn and drinks, and then you just sit in your car and look at the comedy. But isn't
2: the whole point of, like, drive-in uh, to just, like, hook up in your car?
1: Well, look, you can get Dick and laugh at the same time. <laughs> What's the problem? And You're such a negative name. When was the... <laughs>
2: look, as somebody who, that I can remember has ever had laughter and in, in Dick involved in the same scenario, at least not in the moment...
1: I have... She may have laughed afterwards. I have afterwards. been mid-intercourse Shut and up. heard a funny goddamn thing, yep. and I've been like... Ah! Yep. Person, like, what the I've,
0: I've had someone crack a joke so much that I had to stop and laugh. I belly laughed for a good, like, two minutes. Yeah. During so sex. Yeah. During yeah. sex. Yeah. So fun.
1: Penetration happening. Keep yeah. Laughing. I, I can't imagine. <laughs> that's Seriously. You now that was you that that found happen- that special someone. Exactly. <laughs> it makes me like, mad. I'm like, honey, I'm fucking 50.
4: You're fucking up the moment, man. God. Yeah. You have to take
1: another because pill. Your- you have to wait another hour. God damn another it. Another pill. <laughs> and, and this is the sad part. I feel like it was like the comic in me that was like, oh, that. Like I repeated it, and then they obviously could hear as well. So they were just kind of like, Oh, that was fucking funny, and then we both were like laughing. It was a weird sensation, but it was also
4: because <laughs> it was like it was
1: like ha 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 ha. All right, let's get back to fucking. So it was like it was like it wasn't like it lasted long, but it, we definitely stopped to laugh.
2: I can't imagine what that could possibly be. Uh try a fart. It's, it, it's not
4: oh. that shit. Wait, funny. like a
2: queef or a
1: fart? Is it queef or for real? For real fart.
4: Uh, Well, either one's fucking <laughs> hilarious.
1: Oh, my God. I, if I, I would be mortified if I farted in somebody's face. Yeah, oh, I Why it would be in their I face? I don't know why I was, I was why I, in their face. I was getting ate out. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's getting too I'm close lucky,
4: to I home. We got to move it. on. I'm getting angry. <laughs> is it 87? <laughs>
1: what happened?
4: Oh, my I'm God. I'm so sorry. That's where marriage is great, far. though. <laughs>
1: Because you can do sh- I shit if like you that trust not- somebody
4: enough. She ain't leaving.
2: But can you imagine if that? So you've had this experience that was somehow funny during a very intimate moment. Can you imagine taking that to the stage?
0: Like and
1: making it into a joke?
2: Yeah,
0: I can make mine into a joke.
1: I can't. Well, mine was too much of a private joke to begin with. That's why we laughed. What was it? I oh, know I can't say. It's is just, this a
2: recent joke or is it an old joke?
1: Or? No, no, no. It's not a joke at all. It's something that we thought was funny just in the privacy of our mm-hmm. you know home. And then later, you know, weeks later we're having sex and then something happened and it reminded me of it and I said it out loud and then we both bust out laughing. Nice. So it was like a it was a weird moment of uh, but,
2: like so as a comic even in outside of like off stage, you get this crazy urge when you have an idea that pops in your head like, this is fucking funny. I have to say this in conversation. Yeah. So, what was it like during sex? Like, this idea <laughs> popped up the same way I assume all funny ideas pop up. It's like a rush to your head. Like, oh and yeah, shit. And
1: I just <laughs> said it and then I said it. And it so, was, it was you it was, that you said I, it. I fucked it up. I did. We were having a great <laughs> moment. And I said, and he did this, and then I and I look, I looked, and I just went this, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I started laughing because I was like, that didn't sound like that, and it was just, it was me ruining stuff. How, how long? How long <laughs> in your head? How long in your
2: head? Did you hesitate? Right no, You're I like, no, I'm going. With I
1: it. literally, I literally went like this, and I went, huh? And then he was just like. Yeah, And we just bust out laughing because it was ridiculously stupid. But yeah, it was It was probably one of my favorite moments with us having <laughs> sex, though. I loved it. I loved it. That shows you how was good great. the dick
2: was. She was just re- thinking of random jokes. In the middle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Really in the moment. Wait, wait. This is the crazy thing. Track and I've dick. said this to me. You've had a conversation about this before. Uh-huh. You could be having sex and it'd be completely not nothing. Mm-hmm. And you could be thinking about everything else. Yeah. And that's the sad part about being a female because there's a certain spot that if you're not touching it for her, it can be like, she can just be like, ah, nigga, hurry up and, oh, shoot, I did, I said it. <laughs> you can just be like, I'll hurry up and get it over with and then it's over. You know, but for me, I I I don't like to feel like that. So that's mm-hmm. why I like to have a connection with them first. But like, honestly, sex can be like, I have nothing for you, or I have everything to give.
2: The lazy ass leg lift is not a good thing.
1: Look, but I love them so much, I lift my leg. That's what I say.
2: Hey. <laughs> Put her on a coin or something. She's a hero.
1: Oh
3: it's like Susan B. Anthony
2: <laughs>
1: tied in with
2: the kid.
1: I'm just oh, he's so annoying. I'm gonna just lift my leg and have sex with the. Him. the that's a funny
2: ass joke, by the way. I love lazy ass leg lift.
1: I love this. She's joke. The, Corliss
2: is more animated than like people. She has a great act outs mm-hmm. that are hysterical. Like I could I, I, see for me, I get too in my own head. Like, I feel, I feel like if I were to do an act out, it wouldn't be true to me. Like, I, I feel like I'm acting because like, I'm so low energy and so low, like, even if I were to tell a story where I was acting it out, it just it would, it, I feel like it would feel false for me. Right. I don't have that kind of energy.
1: I don't, I don't want to say that because I've seen you do something before and I wish you would have went, I wish you would have taken it too far. hmm Because you can be minimal with action. Mm-hmm. You could literally be like... Like, there's some... I remember this one dude... I don't know... I, I think I was in LA... But he was, like, super monotone... Like, just regular guy... He wasn't an actor... And he literally did this one joke... Where he was, like, acting like... He had to hold a gun up... But he was still timid... And he was like... <laughs> <laughs> that just looked, sounds funny! Looked, so he did a fabulous job... Of making the gun look weak... In his hand... Mm-hmm. Like, he was almost kind of... It was like almost like... Nyeh. Like, he he just kept trying to be like... Like he, and then he would get like scareder, and then like drop the gun. And he did a part, and it, it wasn't a lot of movement. Ooh. He just did that, and it was perfect. And it was—you don't always have to be like. Dude, I don't want uh, you doing backflips and somersaults on stage. You, got-
2: I feel like there could be something there. Like a dude, like dude trying to fuck is like a stick up. <laughs> it's like you got confidence in the beginning, but if they're not buying it. It fucking fades away real <laughs> quick. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like that's really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, that, that, the seen, barrel of that
1: gun, yeah, you know what he did? Quick. You know what he personified to me? He personified those cartoons on Looney Tunes where they have like a big ass gun, yeah. and, oh, they go yeah. down, and then it goes. That's what he personified, and I was like, "Oh, that was perfect." Yeah, and it was like it was minimal. That's movement. hard to pull off. No, it's not. You just gotta know. I, you know what I say? Look at your videos. Tape yourself and hate, look at your videos. I hate listening to recording. Because guess what happens when you look at yourself? You automatically become an audience member, and when you automatically become I thought you were an audience depression. member. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You already exist there. So what's the problem?
1: No, you, you, when you start looking at yourself, you're not looking at yourself like, Oh, look at me. You're like, Oh, I wish I would've did this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, I could have made this like this. Yeah. That's how it gets better. That's how your movement gets better. Mm -hmm. And then for me, I have to be careful because my movements can be messy. And when your movements look too messy, you, you lose the audience. A lot of my storytelling is about me acting it out. Mm-hmm. But if it's not a clear action and the audience doesn't feel like they're there, I can lose them. Mm. And then they're, then they're trying to hang on the words and they're like, Oh wait, I wasn't. Cause a lot of i I'll tell you this, and this is a little nerd, but I'm going to just go there. 80% of the population of the world works off of physicality we do not listen to yep. uh, what people are saying. We look mm-hmm. at what they're doing. Yep. And mm-hmm. so if I call myself a physical person on stage and my stuff is unclear and looks jumbled and like haphazard, my audience is going to be like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. I love it when you can this one dude oh gosh what's his name Kevin Tate he did this thing on Def Comedy Jam where he was doing a ghetto ceiling fan Mm -hmm. the ceiling fan is too noisy and it's I saw that episode and also turning around oh my god this nigga oh dang this dude (laughs) annihilated this fan because all I could see was the fan it was just like boom he just hit a beat Where it was just like, you could just see the fan being ratty and horrible and him trying to turn it off and fix it and keep it from shaking. And it was the perfect physicality. And he didn't even do a lot. It was just his road that he had like a rhythm. I hope people people can relate to that. Huh?
2: He, everyone can relate, and to that
1: everybody can relate to it. And I, I don't even remember what he said, but I remember the beat of that fan, <laughs> and that's when you know your movement I don't means have something. That, I don't
2: have that act. Out, I don't have act out energy.
1: It don't have to be a ton of uh, acting out though. That, like I said, that guy he just lifted his arm, and mm. it, I, all of a sudden that gun looks really weak, and it just <laughs> lost all its momentum. And I was like, oh yeah, nigga, you need to walk away. <laughs> so like it was like it was that was the funny part. It, mm. He knew he doesn't. He he knows he doesn't move. He was like, I'm a white man. I don't have to do all that shit for y'all. Like mm-hmm. he literally was like, mm, and that gun dropped. And I was like, that was perfect. Yeah. I literally said it out loud. I was like, that was perfect. Of course, like, hey, is
2: <laughs> the most uh, encouraging audience member on the, in the history of audience members. Like, I did like a uh, Darwin's the other day. And I was like, I listened to the recording. I was like. Only Corliss this. And she didn't even <laughs> like this. She's just being nice. No,
1: it's <laughs> not that at all. You know who, who put me in, uh, and, and he knew exactly why I laugh out loud like that? Uh, what's his name? Um, The one that makes fun of himself for being married to a rich girl. Um, he's from Romania. Oh, Radu. Radu. He was like, all right. he, he nailed it perfectly. He was like, that's not why she's laughing. She's laughing at the potential of where you could take it, and that's what it is. I honestly sometimes I wish I could stop people in their set and be like, "Oh, you know what I thought you were going to do? Send and this I to think, us later." No, because I <laughs> it's I think it's insulting to tell somebody what you think they should have do with their college. Oh, I job. disagree. Um, well, I mean, I could see
2: how. No, I I, I agree I don't to have, an extent. I don't
1: have a place with everybody. I yeah. I feel like me and you have anyone, a connection. Anyone who gets to know, know you that. though,
2: yeah like the most likable person in Houston.
1: But I appreciate you and your sentiment. But I, I definitely feel like I have that rapport with you. But I can't just go up to people and be like, you know what? You should have. They didn't be like, bitch, who the fuck are you first of who, all? And who, get out of my goddamn face. Who name. in Houston is yeah. being
2: mad at Corliss? Well, name some one. people get
1: offended. And name
2: I, one.
1: I I, None. I don't remember Everyone any of their Everyone loves
2: names. you. <laughs> 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 I
1: don't know any of their names. I'm just saying. Except for
2: MC Lotto. She hates your guts. I'm kidding, she loves
1: it. I was like, I I'm love kidding, MC. I'm was a joke. That was- oh, I was like, I love MC Lotto. Yeah, I was going to cry and leave out the yeah. apartment. Nah. Uh, about yeah, that dark know. side
4: just- of her depression. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> okay, MC Lotto. Thanks for right coming. Again, a little bit of you.
3: No, no, but Nancy damn, Paul, this A little you
2: because y'all both have, like, great energy and y'all have good act-outs. And, you know, your material is very different, but, like... That, like, I wish there was more, like, and that's what annoys me. Like, so I went to the the show, MC was on it, and it was, like, at this uh, library. It's called the library. Ken Mills runs it. And what annoys me, is like, this needs to be spread to all other shows. It annoys me that there's, like, certain mics that are, like, oh, this mic is, goes for this kind of comic. This mic goes for this kind of comic. So whenever I was doing Liberty Station, I was like, no, I just want people who are funny. Like, I don't care if it's this group or this group or this group. I want people who are funny. Mm -hmm. And there's not enough of that in Houston in general. And aren't you going to have more people attend if you have that diversity?
4: I would think, right? Yeah. Because if people are just going to hear one kind, I mean, that's. You know it's very limiting. And you, and then, need, you need and to and have then, your eyes open to new stuff.
1: And then, not even to be rude or nothing, but Houston, you're not there yet to be trying to act like you can segregate the comedy. We need to still build our oh, comedy for sure. scene up. We are,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, we're lower tier. We, we need to be doing everything. You no, know, but that's to the sad part
1: is we have really talented people, but we're still registering in a lower tier, or we don't have a lot of incentive for Wait a second, like, didn't
2: she say earlier that nobody was like transcendent? Nobody had really, really good material. Yeah.
1: I didn't say that at all. It was something to that. Are effect. you putting words in my mouth? Because I'll fight Trey, you on Trey, your if you're own listening, show. I will Cora fight said, you. You ain't on shit. Your show. I said you ain't
2: shit. She didn't give a shit about any of those. I will fight car you on your up. own
1: show right now. Yeah, for putting words in my mouth. Um, no. Uh, <laughs>
4: now the show's getting good. I just. Yeah, I, don't know, right. I will I will
1: kill you, Leonard Nimoy. Um I, I uh, feel like uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Nerd ass Star Trek reference. <laughs> I hate you so much <laughs> I literally feel like Houston has so much untapped potential I agree. and we have the place to This is the perfect metropolitan area to do it and and there's so many young, uh, energetic people that are willing to get out there and do something. And I feel like if we would stop competing with each other and trying to make each other yes. look like something, yes. oh, and you haven't paid your dues. Okay, well, guess what? Talent is talent, and good is good. All we need is a good marketing. I yes. feel like, honestly, between Jesse and Tressa, we would have a fabulous marketing outlet. Yeah, they are phenomenal with marketing. Their everyone shows.
2: gives Jesse a hard time, but they Jesse give him a
1: hard time. But it does it it's, more. It, it has to be seats hate, and he gets more opportunities for comments. It has to be hating because, yeah. honestly, if I he's, had plus he's if Jesse was my manager, I would be gone.
2: Yeah. He would have you. He would have you booked in. It would like, it have you booked sit, in theaters, every and at night. least
1: in all of Texas, if yeah. not further. And and that's the thing. He's not afraid, and neither is Tressa. And and you have to acknowledge those talents. People are talented for different reasons. Josh Stokes that dude and this is the first time i'm name dropping people but like seriously josh stokes comes up with stuff all the time and he's somebody needs to funny. refine it he they need to get him in a situation where he always gets to distribute or, or display excuse me his talent mm-hmm. and and um and there's other there's other people like pedro he's grown leaps and bounds since the first time i've seen him on stage pedro's his, no he, he, he he his own worst enemy he might be he might be he might be and, and that, I, that I don't know of because I only talk to y'all niggas on surface. <laughs> so yeah. I don't ever let yeah. y'all, she I never talked, let y'all get too close. every like, mm. couple of
2: weeks. Yeah. Chorus will dip in and like, oh, what no,
1: are you, you plebeians up to? I deep, no, I yeah. dip Lots, in, but I yeah. dip the fuck back out. Like, yeah. I, I don't get into fights with it's, y'all. Like, no, I'm no, not no. fighting you. Why am I fighting so you? Wait, wait, wait. But if the insinuation is that Nobody's coming
4: in anymore? All right, I'm out. That Houston comedy is unionized where it's like you got to put in time and like- I feel like that would essentially be a detriment to comedy. No, I but feel like it, be funny. Be funny is number one. I
1: don't want to unionize it. I just want us to realize that we shouldn't be battling each other it's in the way that we're battling each other. It's, it's we're not it's battling cutthroat. each other to make each other better. Like yes. how you do when you tell somebody they get off the stage, they bomb, and you go, you fucking suck. You need to think about your shit more. That makes you better. I'm talking about we like literally are kind of cutthroat.
4: Yes. Like take an opportunity. Why don't you like get with someone yeah. you like you vibe with, right? That you guys can bounce off or follow each other and know that it's going to be good and set those shows up for people that are there to to hear the comedy. I you know, I don't understand why people don't realize the value in like a group effort that takes the pressure off the individual too. And you get to have a more fun. It's a weird, yes, it's a weird competitive yes,
1: thing. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm actually still trying to get my sister to rearrange her room. And uh, she has a, she owns a bar. It's Bar Twenty Two Hundred, and it's off of Fifty Nine. And that's my sister's bar, I'm kidding, I don't know not what mine. It is. But I want to get a comedy show there. But I want to get it to where we all are like insane. I think we could have a Houston like, like TV show on YouTube. We don't gotta pay yeah. nobody. Mm-hmm. We put that stuff together. There are some creative people out here. There's a dude that does editing. And i be, i was like, why didn't you tell me you did this? I would have been paying you to take my shows all through yeah. this year. You know, they're Drew like,
2: Jordan and uh, Brian Ginger and all uh, them—they're like on top. They're like—it's yeah.
1: like a whole production.
2: They're big on that kind of stuff, and like,
1: that's what I'm talking about. But we're all separated, trying to act like we need to do our own thing. Let's some make are a forum. Some are. Almost some. And that's what I'm saying. Like, but it's like it's like a little bit, little bit. I want a group effort. A group of like people. This is the thing. I, what I found in LA and New York Is everybody that is successful Had a group that they brought with them uh-huh. And that's just real talk You don't Close. look up how, how do I get, get a new better. group So that way you, you can take me to the top to with your, your, <laughs> you No, the, like Issa Rae said You look to your left You look to your right Because that's who The people on the side of you Are who going to come up with you And sure. there might be one person That gets this really big leap And they should want to bring you up
2: But, but if, what, you what, if you don't really, But cutting what jokes, exists Unfortunately is that people they get a little of a, a little bit of a bump, and they're like, "All right, so now I'm too cool for these people." Yeah, bye. Yeah, and it it I've seen it happen, and I've only been doing this for two years, and I've seen it happen like a ton. To be like, "Oh, oh, this. yeah, you're and like it's, there's so much shit talking. I hate it. It's like what is, but it, it's not what the is good this?
1: shit talking. No, either. exactly.
2: It's not constructive. It's not constructive. It's, it's not just like, like hey, it's just like just it's." It's soul sucking. Yeah. And it's like, why are we doing this? Yeah. What's the point of this? Yeah. Like, if somebody, if there's somebody we can shit on who we can see as being below us skill level wise, what's point? What does that but prove this, to anyone? No,
1: but this, can I why say not something? Help him out? This is the problem with that. You never know who's going to jump over you. Yep. And so the problem with that is what I've seen in New York and L.A., somebody initially sucked, quote, unquote, and then they got really, really good really fast because they got their shit together, and then all of a sudden now that bridge is burned because you told them they would yep. never make it and they this, that, and the other, or you don't book them on your shows because you didn't like them and they, they did this. Right. That ain't how that worked, darling. Sorry, it doesn't. It really does not work like that because mm-hmm. guess what? The person that you thought sucked three, four months ago, they've been on their shit and now they good as hell and then somebody saw them and now they about to be on the come up and your ass is left behind because you thought they sucked when they first started out. For Baby, sure. Everybody sucked when they first started oh, out.
2: Go. No, I agree. Everybody I 100 agree. And some people suck for a long time. Yeah. And they finally... Speak it to the so, what? No, <laughs> so I'm, I'm No. <laughs> I
3: hate you so much, why? <laughs>
2: so I assume, like, I assume like you're in like a bunch of groups here and there on yeah. Facebook or whatever, chats and all this stuff. And there are people who, uh, that are much maligned. Like, they're just like, oh, they, they're never going to get it. They're never going to get it. I'm of the belief, like, look, when, they, when somebody does something that gets laughs, give them some respect. Like, give them their due. I don't care if they've sucked for six months straight. If they have a set that's really good, instead of saying, like, oh, that's a fluke, Give them their due. because yeah. you need it's those all about building anyway. the whole community. Yeah, and it's not enough of that. Unfortunately, it's not. And it's
1: community and it's of unstable
4: in. motherfuckers too.
1: Unst- that's what it needs we already <laughs> unstable so you might as well be supportive because yeah. we gonna we gonna jump off the ledge whether you there or not plus like, I think yeah because a lot of times do you
2: really want that much negative do you want that much negativity in your life yeah.
1: no because no. you like already you're already hard on yourself right because comics tend to why. be
4: so introverted you know like you think about themselves about others because they I don't know about that well I mean like you're like So I feel like it's overblown but I mean like you're a watcher you're a person that takes information processes it finds I later. Am, but most aren't most comics funny. don't give a shit about other comics yeah wow that's yeah. see. i just it's hard for me to I, man that's hard for me to swallow i couldn't be part of a community that wasn't supportive
1: that's that's crazy <laughs> that's, right uh, yeah. it's almost like we we this is the problem with it i think the houstonian based community of comics thinks that is going to be something on the outside and it might be small moments that happen on the outside that help people come up, but in reality, the real the real way that's happening right now is you making yourself your own like star, your own label, you making your, own your product, you make your own label, your own product, and then now the producers are coming after people that become famous on their own. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. it. Is that looking, a good thing though? It's a great thing because this. I think look so. Look at Issa Rae. <laughs> Look at Issa Ray. Issa Ray is was Sarah on Tanya? YouTube. She was on YouTube doing an awkward girl in the workplace. And this girl has HBO specials coming out the wazoo now. She's a the girl. No, Issa Ray from Insecure. I'm gonna kill you, Adam. Well. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I, kill I don't have HBO. We, we didn't have a black night. But, anyways, this is the whole point I'm trying to make is <laughs> the world now, the technology that we have, you can have your own production company. And people, the regular community, the regular public, can be looking at you. It doesn't have to be some rich guy from LA or New York. It can be you, and you build mm. your own page. You your own page. You build your own public, and you pound the pavement and get yourself out there yourself. Sure. Because marketing is easy now. IG marketing, sweet, hard. It is hard. Very hard. You, but you. But there's people that have a like a, a, a like come a up, people to that. show up to
2: a show. It's fucking hard. There's
1: people that have a finesse for that, and that's who you look towards. I know people right now. I see uh, Leah Sampson. She she throws stuff out consistently. It, it's it's probably second nature to her, and that's the type of person that you want. Where they're like, "Oh, that's not a big deal. I'm gonna do it now, or I'll do it right now." Boom, 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 boom. My friend Adrian, she'll throw something out on IG, tweet, um, on Facebook, quick. And I'll be like, hey, do you think you can make girl all right, I got you. Boom. It's there's people that are like that. There's people that have I like wish there an was a closer was I wish there was, there was a like closer that.
2: community to where we all were like in it together. We're not, it's talking not like talking to that each yet. other
1: like that. We no, we not are not trying to be like, Oh, I did, I did, well I did. Yeah. Oh girl, well guess what? We could do a bunch of stuff together. Yeah. I, I mean, but you know what the problem It needs to be like that. We well, I didn't. I've never seen it. When I got here, I thought I saw it. Run that shit, and then
2: make the Corliss collective. Not,
1: I'm not. a leader, but I will. Oh, I man. will delegate authority. <laughs> I could be the assistant manager.
2: <laughs> so Corliss is like that's that. I feel like that's a little uh, bullshit because she's a, the one of the most likable people in Houston comedy.
1: That's Who doesn't sweet love Cora? That you saying that? I mean, it's just true. But I've heard talk.
2: Bullshit! I don't believe that I've at heard all.
1: I've Talk? I don't, that. I don't believe. I'm too. Go- I'm too old to Is care. Is any talk? <laughs> I'm too old <laughs> to care about what people think about me anymore. Exactly. If there's
2: any talk? That's hey, got to be just man. like people being bored.
1: I'm 20. I, I'm. I, if I was 22, I'd be crying right now. But I promise you, I'm too old to care about what people think. And but I'm, hey, uh, I'm Corliss, actually like Corliss, You're, I'm a, you're a talent. I'm You're not, you're picture. not
2: necessarily but like if I were to go like, hey, who's gonna organize this, that, and the other, I wouldn't necessarily go to you. Cause like, I think Corus is like you're like as far as your perception could be wrong, is like she's gonna come in and she's gonna wreck that shit. She's gonna kill it. But you don't think like when I think Corus I don't think like okay, she's gonna plan a bunch of stuff. I think Corus is gonna come in and make I a think, ton of people laugh
1: i feel like i'm my own worst enemy in that aspect because i actually can be very proactive when it comes to organizing and like executing things but i have a little bit of a situation where i feel like people don't really want me no, there. I, so i feel like people don't i'm saying i'm my people, own worst enemy people so, so yeah people don't
2: see you that way
1: i don't I they don't, see you as a, yeah, uh, you're, you're like a hired gun. A
2: you're going to come I in and wanna, kill.
1: I I want to be a great comic, and I definitely feel like there's oh, things about me that I need to work on as a comic. Very, I always need to work on things, but I would love to be a part of. I thought you know who I was sad left. I really thought Janan was going to be I, that. Thank
2: you. Yes, I
1: thought Janan was going to be that. People shit on me for being on Team Janan. I was Team Janan because she was that that middleman that kind of was like, guys, it's not about that right now. Yes. Like, let's just make people laugh. And those type of people can gather groups, and those groups can become you really tell her strong. That. I would love to see her again. I would Same. love to see her back here. And she had a great community of followers, and she could and really she was pull a, things a together. A good person. She could pull things Sheep, together. Exactly.
2: Exactly, And
1: when you don't have somebody that you're always arguing and, and, and trying to make feel shitty, those mm. people are the best people to lead because then everyone's like, look, it's, let's just make people laugh. I'm not trying to fight with you. I don't care what you said on the I'm definitely
2: sending her the link of this. I just want. Sure.
1: I want. I. I really. I was actually. I actually was sad when she left.
2: Me too. Because when she I, told I, me, she was like, "Oh, I, I emptied her run. going I away like, party," and I, I was, was like, like
1: this sucks. I. I. She actually let me do five minutes, and I was literally like, "I don't want you to go," because yeah. I just knew that she was going to be was, that. And if you
2: if you spent any time with her, it's not an act.
1: It's, it's not legit.
2: She's a, a legit not. good person. Who she was like, a, she whatever. was trying to
1: get troops together in like little moments, and I was even going to start like trying to write my sketches for different people that I knew yeah. in the Houston community because um, that's my thing. I, back. She'll I come want back. to do sketches. I want to do sketches. So bad. I want to make fun of stuff like old fashioned, uh, like uh what's the face? Uh, li- in Living Color style, where they didn't oh, care. Yeah. They were like, I'm about to make fun of you because you know you look stupid. Do last it. Week. I want to do that so bad. And I MC's know she's doing it. can do it. Hmm?
2: MC Lotto's doing it.
1: Oh, really? I need to talk she's to her. She's putting
2: these videos out that are hilarious.
1: I need to talk to her. And we need to talk to those other guys that you were telling me about because I literally would like, I think we can get a good production. Uh, what else value is going on today? here? We might as well, like, right? Exactly. We well
2: put out some like interesting exactly. content that's gonna get, that's gonna shine a light on Houston comedy. Let
1: let the casting people come to us. Yeah, I, that's what I feel like. There's a lot she, of talent, and yeah. I feel like it's possible. MC, I,
2: Drew Jordan, uh, Brian, the, these are people who are just doing stuff. Yeah, it's not like oh, wait till things get back going. Like no, Mm-mm. we're gonna, we're not waiting. Yeah, we're doing shit. Yeah, yeah, and. I guarantee you, Janon comes back. I guarantee it.
1: I pray she, she that was, she does. She did too yeah, well. She was funny, she
2: and like she, yeah, did she get a lot of success from the people who knew her and liked her? Yeah. yeah, But she had stuff that was legit funny.
1: No, but this not. That's not even a thing. I want. Sometimes I feel like people want Plus she's to. A
2: great person.
1: People to deny what they're also talented at, and that everybody's not talented in that. It takes a lot for somebody to be talented in marketing. It takes yeah. a lot for somebody to, to produce something. It takes a lot of talent, and it's not just a natural thing. Mm. And so what I told Jesse one time, I was like, look, bro, you made people Peyton laugh. Peyton or Saldana? Oh, uh, uh, Peyton. I, I said, you made people laugh, bro, but guess what? You also can pull a show together, and you know what it takes to make the production. He knows everybody, and 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 that is a talent. Yes, that's a talent.
2: Like it's a huge talent,
1: Leah, I would be like, Leah. What we need to do to like make us look aesthetically appealing for people to come watch. Like I didn't know there there's a little trick that I didn't even know about and I got this from my homegirl. She does marketing her um with like uh, different uh, companies, but she did they do this thing where it's timed mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. everybody puts posts the same picture at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you get about 20 to 25 people to do it. So they all post the same advertisement at the same time. It will literally flood the the feed uh-huh. on Instagram mm-hmm. and it'll look like everybody's talking about this one thing, but really it's not, and that's like a tactic they use with marketing. I had no idea.
2: I feel like but you like, and Lee could do a like a really really good show. Together. Who is this? You and Leah. I, I mean, like, would. You, you picture like picture like um uh what's the show with Doug Dalton does with Nick Palermo where they grow go, oh, you
0: know, God
1: uh, and yeah. Alvon? No, no,
2: a, secret a secret group.
0: Oh, ah, I forgot what it's, it's
2: called. Well, basically, like, they get on stage together, and they just like, kind of riff off the crowd for a while.
1: Oh.
2: Uh, I can't remember. It's basically like the whole point of it is like there's no filter. Yeah. But like, I feel like you. Is that what it's called? No filter. I was like, is that what it's
1: called? No filter? Because that'd be <laughs> awesome. We're like, yeah. it's like about being not filtered, but like it's not filtered. <laughs> it's like. No, but like, I feel, I feel like if, if
2: we got you and Leah on stage together, I feel like y'all's energy would like collide like in a good way. And it would be fun, and they could get people engaged, right? So,
1: right, and that's—I mean—that's what we need to just—it's trial and error, but we all need to get out there and do try to do something. But I feel like there's this underlying like anger or like resentment or like bitterness or doesn't have to be, and it doesn't have to be. Man, if there was was ever a time
4: people needed to laugh, man, this is like one of the darkest times in history. I mean, this is the time to shine, man.
1: It's so dark, and people need this. It's this an outlet that's necessary and really, during the Great Depression, that comedy boosted like extremely high it was still. it was at silent comedy but it still was <laughs> necessary the guy with the mustache and it was like
2: Charlie Chaplin or, or Hitler <laughs> who are we talking about <laughs> talking about Groucho Marx <laughs> the guy with the mustache it was
1: something but somebody was doing silent comedy films and everybody mm. was rolling in their seats because it was super sad and mm. it wasn't a good time for anybody but the whole point is his comedy is always is recession proof or it's supposed to be
2: so where do you, so, you write uh, where do you write most of your jokes where yeah, like where, 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 or when, yeah.
1: Sometimes I need stimulus, so uh, like I need something stimulating me. Okay, so, I got you. A lot of times, uh, mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. but I'm on board with where your head is at. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I, nice I, I, I like. I usually get like stuff off of listening to other comics because I don't know really? if you know this about me, but I love other. I love laughing at other people's comedy.
2: Oh, we yeah, uh, everyone else about that. Yeah. Well,
1: and then that's the thing. Sometimes I've actually gone to people's shows and just sat in the back of the audience and laughed and been like, I do that too. Oh, yeah. I have I have ideas. If it's funny. Here. I want to laugh. It's too. stimulating. It is stimulating. Um, I am trying to figure out a way to do an. I like a. a I want to f- educate myself on hosting a little more. Uh, but like I said, I was being serious when I said I'm in the shower sometimes, and I sit. I'm sitting there going, Oh, that's funny. Or like I just will be like I'll be driving back from somewhere and it just it pops. So I'm not really the recording girl, but I want to be there
2: whenever you start doing more crowd work.
1: Oh my god!
2: I want to be there for the original. I want to be there for like, like.
1: Oh my god! I feel like you'd be really good at I it. I gotta get out of my head, but um, you know what always helps. You're clever me? in conversation. Um, You're
2: quick in conversation.
1: I like kind of be. I it's scary. This is gonna sound so weird. It's scary for me, but it's also stimulating. I love being in the boys' room. Yeah. Yeah. So y'all have the boys' locker room, and I call anything where it's a group of men all together in the boys, is a boys' locker room for me. Mm -hmm. And you guys start talking shit about each other. But you handle that shit like crazy. I hate it, but it also is stimulating. Do you really hate it? I hate it because I'm self-conscious of me being attacked. But then I also am listening to you guys and how uh, free... Mm-hmm. It's freeing to also listen to you guys make fun of each other really badly. Like when you told me that you, Juan, and Mark are all in here like talking shit about each other throughout. I was like, yes, I love that, but then I'm also afraid because then I'm I'm open for discussion as well, right? Yeah, right? If you're in the room with everybody and a group of guys and they're talking shit, guess what? But I feel like you could.
2: <laughs> I feel like you could hang. Like, like you're like you are quick witted enough. Look to where you can hang easily, and you're gonna you're gonna get those
1: pops. This in the cr- in the
2: group. So this get is laugh. the sad
1: part. And I've said this to somebody. The thing with the black community was this: you should have been able to take a your mama joke. But in the same aspect, I usually don't talk about people unless I don't like them. What?
2: So Oh, you gotta change that.
1: I know. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that so shit gets so real. It, it, <laughs> I know. Yeah,
2: I
3: get real
1: fucking it, serious, yeah, and you're, then I'm like, you're I'm saying shit that you told me like three nights ago in a, in a dark room, white, with tears coming in your eyes. If and you're the like, host, you got to change bitch. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and even now, I my my the guy that I'm dating, he makes fun of me because he says something. And I'm like, you're this, and that's all I can say back because I have, <laughs> I don't have. I'm that person where they're like, he hey, is of you insanely, look, you look quick. crazy right now. I'm like, you look crazy right now, and he's like, good comeback. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I can't think of anything to say because I'm not mad at him. But if we were mad at each other. The head would turn. Yeah. <laughs> I get to clapping and then he'd be like, I told you about my father and <laughs> God." And then I take so and then I'm like, Oh, I can't, you can't unring a bell. She's so going for gas. Yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. do the whole, oh, that was funny, but it still was, you know, it was in good taste. And well, that's the lying. thing is
2: like so guys are so like, groups of guys are so like over decades. Are conditioned yeah. to know what the line is and yeah. like and know what's funny, know what's acceptable. Yeah, and like and they do that nonstop for decades. See,
1: girls don't do that in the locker room. No, we no, literally, you're like if someone's talking about you in the locker room in a girls' room, you're like this fucking bitch wants to come to blows. <laughs> yeah, she don't want the smoke right now. Yeah. You know, like we're like angry. So you guys do that. That's why the girls' like, room is better. <laughs> You think so? Hell yeah. No.
4: Man, the women love to hate. I like to laugh. I like to laugh. (laughs) And it's funny.
1: (laughs) There was a guy that was in my class, and he was a little overweight, but they would like, they'd be like- He was like 250. He wouldn't even be- in the conversation and they be they would look at him just randomly and be like you angry because you hungry huh and he and it was like a it was like an ongoing joke for him and i was like what kind of mental stability has this guy built up to where that's, he could take that 365 yeah. and like is that how many days in a year
4: yeah because <laughs> <laughs> men are used to getting rejected we'll slammed out. and shit on man That's why guys are such a hard fucking, you know, case. A lot of guys got shells that are thick because of that.
1: I would know. That's but I always think it's weird when there's a guy in the in the, on the street, and I say, "Oh no, no, thank you, I don't want to talk to you." And they're like, "Well, fuck you then, bitch!" And I'm like, "Haven't you built up your wall yet, yeah. where you can take me <laughs> saying no to your ass?" Yeah. Like, because I've heard the locker room at, in the boys' gym, it's horrendous. Oh yeah, uh, and if you don't come you out, yeah. if you don't come out stronger. <laughs> You think it's condi- it is conditioning yeah. you, so yeah. I don't understand when a girl says, "Oh no, thank you, I don't, I'm not interested." Oh, well, you you a fucking ugly bitch, anyways. What the fuck? Yeah. Where did that come from? I thought all these dudes conditioned you to take rejection and like negativity. negativity. That's well, they rare. still have their
2: own little struggles. Own some people are... That's true. I think those are,
1: those are called serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: People that can't
1: take the rejection yeah, yeah. are sociopaths. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, long story short, I wish I would have been conditioned like that, but I definitely need to get myself out there just to be like, you can't do none of your set you got to make fun of... You got to deal with the whole crowd. <laughs>
2: if, you ever, if you're ever going to do it... Oh, God! Which, which I think you... I know you will. But I like, will. I want to be there whenever to. this this coreless yeah. uh, crowd work set happens.
1: I want to be able to do everything in comedy. I want to be able yeah. to do sketches. I want to be able to write for other people. I want to be able to... Well, you I just start to write for myself. Have you ever tried but... to write for somebody before?
2: Have um, you ever asked somebody before?
1: I think... I can easily grasp someone's perspective if I needed to, and and be able to write a joke. Because when you do those packets, mm-hmm. basically you have to write for that 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 host. And I think I could do that. I definitely think I can do that. What I don't think I can do is crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's my next. I thought you can easily. I feel like I should be able to at this point, and I'm embarrassed that I've been. I've I've literally avoided it like the plague. Why I don't I don't why. know. I do not know. You're such a
2: personable, personable person. Yeah.
1: I do not know why I did that to myself, but I really wish I wouldn't have. I wish I can go back to my second year. I mean, the third book. The comedy. book is
2: like you want to do the jokes you wrote. So is, this like, a, is this crowd
4: work? Crowd work is like a dirty word. Like crowd work is not the go-to. Yeah, like I have is a question because this comes up a lot. The crowd work thing comes up almost every episode when we speak to a comedian. It's like, is this some part of comedy that people just? They want to have Like aspire to have Or like It's like a talent thing Or is it You Just know have it in your back pocket Yeah Or is it something you think Everybody needs Or you know what I mean No
1: I, I feel like um, For me as a female I, I think it would speak of volumes If I was multifaceted With the different types Of skill sets In comedy Yeah So this is a personal thing For me um, I do feel like Are there any females uh, That do crowd work In Houston Oh I don't know. There's only a handful of people who do it, period. I know Carrie Burke can do oh, it. Car- oh,
2: Carrie. No, Carrie Burke can
1: do it with the big boys. And Oh, oh and my. I speaking of which,
2: you're 100% correct. So, speaking of when I was doing uh, uh, Midtown Bar and Grill, Carrie came in one night. <laughs> and she was a little tipsy. She,
1: no, it wasn't a little bit. She was, a, was, lot was a lot
2: tipsy. She was a lot tipsy. And she goes up there. She didn't do any jokes.
1: She annihilated it. She did it.
2: nothing but crowd work and absolutely crushed.
1: And, and it was, was like dick sucking stuff. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> laughing my And she ass actually, off. I don't even think the words dick and suck came exactly. back to back with each other. She did not say those two words together. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Oh, my God. And she was and going to like, like, the, the front row. I wish like, I would have taped it because it was I so entertaining I, to watch. Yes. I was so jealous. I was looking at her the whole time like that is just 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 fabulousness coming out she's of her. She's
2: got mouth. that energy. She got she's got that ability. Certain people are like boom, quick on their feet. And, and her in conversation, if you have a conversation with her, you'll know she is quick on her feet. Well,
1: you know what? Going back to what Juan says, and this is why I was admirable of, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> shit. Damn. I thought he said something, you know, good. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Um, I try. I try. Well, well what, what Juan was saying, I think for me, I'm so much into what I saw as a young girl growing up with comics. And I felt like, There were moments that were just impractical that would come up on the stage. I remember looking at Def Comedy Jam and there was this one episode where Martin Lawrence was hosting and he was making fun of somebody's outfit in the front. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And I know that it wasn't too improvisational, but he literally was making fun of them for a couple of seconds. And then he introduces the next host. I mean, the next comic. And then they were like and they they would literally put it in their set. Yeah. And I was sitting there watching going, that's so awesome that they could just all just, it was back to back. It was three (laughs) comics and they all did it. They all all had something else worse to say about the outfit. And I (laughs) thought it was hilarious. And for me, I'm so scripted. I'm so by the book. I'm like, I'm going to say this joke, which will lead into this joke. And then this joke will happen. And then this. Really? And uh, yes, I'm a nerd. But
2: you're you're not like that in conversation.
1: I'm not like that in conversation, which is weird that I think that I need to be something else on stage, which is possibly me me trying to be something I'm not, but I'm working on that. But like I think in and being to I I don't want to say it's like crowd work. I want to say being able to improvise. improvise. Yeah. It's uh, improvised when someone says something off. Just be able to react. And something. react. I want to be reactionary. Yeah. I want to be present on the stage. I don't want to be like, no, yeah. I, was, I was saying my joke about dicks.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I, when I, can, I, can't, I can't talk about what that guy just said out loud. Yeah. No, like sometimes you might be able to recognize it and it makes your set the even better. The crowd will pay you
2: off like crazy if you're in the moment. I was going to say being I in the moment. Say something that's in the moment. If you're
1: in the moment, it makes you look so authentic, so relatable. And then the funny thing I noticed when I was hosting, if you try to be script girl, they know the it. crowd is like, uh, next. They can feel it. They're real jealous. They like, they're like, if you're the host, you're supposed to be talking to us and making us feel like we're a part of this show. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I I know that it seems weird to say that because a lot of people are like, oh, it's, it's hacky. It's no, it's not. It's not. If you're the host, you got to be in the crowd. Yeah. You got to bring them into the show so that when the comic comes up, he can do his set. He doesn't for have sure. to work hard. And I, that's what I want. I want to have that skill. I mm-hmm. want to be able to do sketches. I want to be able to write. I want to be able to write for myself. I want to be improvisational. I want to I want to be those things as a comic. It's a very serious profession for me, mm-hmm. and I want it. I want it. But
2: who would you like are there any Houston comics that you would want to write for? <laughs> the only person that I've ever wanted to write for was Vargas,
1: Michael Vargas. Yeah,
2: I wrote. I I, when I, I would watch his sets, and I would have jokes that would come to my mind. I'm like this wouldn't work in my cadence or my my tonality, but this would definitely work in his set. That's I'm, the only person I can think of.
1: I'm trying to think if there's somebody that I'm. I'm just like, oh, that would be fun to do something with that person and make them say my jokes. Am I a narcissist? Did I just only think of myself this whole time?
2: No, I mean, if you, if you so for me, like I can, I've had that moment where I thought literally uh, this joke would work for him.
1: I, you know what I used to get off on? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get off at, on this thing that we did in LA. It was, we called it the Clitorati, it was a writing group. Mm-hmm. And basically, the premise of it or the purpose of it was, uh, when you went on stage at the open mics you went up you did your stuff it was a ton of comics listening to you but you didn't know if you had a good joke or not mm-hmm. so right before the open mic started it's around seven eight o'clock we would have a group uh that would come together and you would get up you would do a couple of minutes of your stuff that you wanted to work on and then the group in a free space a a, a friendly space would be like that joke was funny, but I thought you were going to do something different and it, it's not clear right now. Or I like your premise, but it you didn't really say the jo- it wasn't a joke.
2: You, know the, you who, would critique each you other. You know who's the best at that in oh. Houston that I've ever run into? Who? Victor. Victor Tran. Yeah.
1: Victor Trent is he, a beast.
2: He is a beast. <laughs> oh my god! And he is the most honest person. He he can listen to you I in your take, voice. I
1: will take Victor's advice. Yes. any day. Yes. If he was like, you know, why your stuff ain't working? Because you ain't doing this. You ain't. I'll be like, mm-hmm.
2: yes. I, he, this
1: dude is a beast, and he nigga can write Olives, in
2: your voice.
1: The nigga Olive's joke for me had me on day one. When he says... Oh, my God.
2: That's a hilarious joke.
1: That Papa John's joke. Yeah, I hope it never dies. I hope he says <laughs> it until it, the wheels fall off in their own flat. Yeah. It literally is the perfect joke. And the, way, the fact that he does it without saying the yeah. N-word, he didn't even say the oh, N-word. No, Mr. John... Maybe we should keep calling him Black Olive. I think everybody gets it with Black. It was I literally, I literally was like, I stomped my feet. You know, yeah. how Black people, we laugh and spread across the room. I literally was dying laughing, and I wanted to get it on a mic and be like, "You fuckers did not give him yeah. the the justice <laughs> the he deserved with that damn joke." That is a good joke, but yeah, yeah, I'll take his advice any day. That would be a fun person to work with.
2: Yeah, he's he. Not only is he like hysterical in his own right, but he actually is. He will listen to your jokes and give like good advice. Like I, I'm not saying I have like, a ton of experience with it, but the limited experience where I've actually asked questions, mm-hmm. he's given great advice. And I've been like in these like groups where he gives like like uh, it's like punching up jokes. He gives jokes. He'll give like punch ups that are in the voice of the comic who says them. Because mm-hmm. like for me, if I listen to somebody's joke, I'm like, oh well, I would think to say this because that's my voice. And that's what I always see my voice doing. And I have a hard time, and I think most people do have a hard time giving you know what, critiques um, in anything other than their voice. You know
1: who else uh who else did a great advice for me and he was his was the only one that worked on Too Soon? Uh Trey Tutson. I told him with the joke. No, was. fuck Trey.
2: We hate Trey here. <laughs> oh I'm kidding, we love Trey Just slash Uh
1: I'm talking about somebody else. Huh? This is the other black guy that's I a love Trey. I'm Houston. <laughs> But yeah, I told him this premise of this joke. And he said, like, oh, that's funny. You know what you should do? You should just go this. And it was very Trey. Mm-hmm. But it was also daring. And I always I loved it some crossover someone- crossover between you and Trey's stuff. Oh, wait. Stuff. Trey's stuff is so unapologetic. And so like, this, this is what I said. I said what I said. He's not like a person <laughs> that's, that's like trying to explain and be polite. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that always is fun when someone makes you step outside of your box. I've never gotten advice from Victor, but I would love to see what he says about a couple of my jokes. I, you know what I haven't gotten to do, uh, touching, uh, the trade touching interruption. Are you serious? And so I and so would have loved to do jokes do and be, him be like, wait a minute.
2: One of the best people I've seen do it is it may or may not be somebody who's dating you on the regular. Uh, he was excellent. Yeah. Very very good. Uh, I did I did pretty decent on it. Um, there's certain people you would think that would crush yeah. at this show. And there's certain people you would think they would be terrible. And what's funny and you know, what I love about that show is that it's not always the truth. Yeah. You think people who could riff off the top of their head, you'd think they'd go into it being able to do that. And they just mm-hmm. clam up. Hornstein was good. He was really good at it too. I think you'd be really good at that.
1: I feel like uh, the one, from the ones I've seen, people that have a little bit of an ego, and not in a bad way, but just the ego where they're kind of like, I'm not up for discussion, they have a little bit of difficulty time, with it. Hard time, time. But you, you are refreshed or pleasantly surprised when you see someone that you think is like that, yeah. and then they actually are, are like able to just open themselves up to new stuff. For so. me,
2: for me uh, the, and I've watched a lot of those. I love that show in general. It's a hilarious show. And uh, so I go, I try to see it every time they they do it. And I've seen so many people who I thought like, all right, they're going to, they they don't know how to riff in conversation. They're not going to be able to do it in the middle of a show. Yeah. And then they go up there and somehow they're able to to roll with the punches. That's what it's all about. The whole thing of that show is like being able to improvise and be able to step outside of your jokes and then go back into them.
1: And that's one of my goals to do that show just because of the fact that it does interrupt you and it gets you out of your script. Yeah. Because I'm such a dweeb with it. Like <laughs> I have to say, no. Do you really I, feel like- I was that- supposed to say this next. Why you really did you fe- interrupt my joke? Now it's not funny. No, it was never funny. Do you really finish.
2: feel like you're that
1: strict though? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and when I don't stay to my script, I find me fumbling. I have a real bad stutter. What I know, it doesn't seem like it. I when I get nervous, I will. I I, I, I start knocking my head. I guess I've never seen you nervous. I I, I will do it, and uh, and so I've always just found what I would now. What I the weird part about it is. I'm going to go into Meisner technique, but ultimately I can't have too much of a follow script squi- script because then I start to hang on the words. And I'm like, I didn't say the, I was supposed to say the instead of the, and then it's like, girl, calm down. They get the point. <laughs> so I have to do the bullet point. So I do a How bullet do you point. That's your set. That's I do a bullet point technique. So first of all, throw shit out window. Like, I don't. I do, <laughs> what, what? What? I was what? it. Okay. No, I do a bullet point technique. So I don't have to memorize my script because it's actually stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. So I might get into a problem when I'm making up stuff. None
2: of my jokes are based on reality.
1: No, all of the stuff that I ever say, I've either thought in my head was something was happening. And so I felt like I was acting. out. Even the Donald Trump joke where I was like, he's really literally made me feel like I can do anything with my life. Mm. I remember him winning the presidency and uh, me re-motivating myself. To start writing comedy again Because it's like If this nigga is president mm-hmm. I can be a comic <laughs> Anything is possible Anything is possible With this nigga as president So he uh, So those are things The mental moments Where I'm like That's a joke That's a joke But ultimately it happened yeah. So when I threw the poop Out the window That actually happened Um. So when I um. Got locked in the bathroom of that guy's apartment. That actually happened. I love at the, the time I was scared as shit, but later it turned into something funny. I love
2: the joke you have with your mom like, oh, the rapist, the, the rapist coming,
1: key th- the, the killer's coming. I've done that with my killer. mom. I, she, my she was taking that too shit. long to get her key. She, she literally sat <laughs> oh, in her purse on top of the car and started shuffling through the bag and I was like mama we took a five minute walk to the car what inspired and that, that, that joke key. I literally said I I literally in my head I used to live in my, by myself in LA yeah. and I would literally be like walking up to the door and I was like oh I'm taking too long this nigga has come behind me put the goddamn, uh, what's that shit that they put Core form. the core <laughs> form on my face and I'm, why do we all know why that? do we know this? oh Oh, Did you homeschool best? kids I know this kidding. off the top of their heads? I know. Chloroform. I used it last week.
2: <laughs> God damn
1: it. <laughs> or if you really want to get shit done, put a little bit of in. I'm just kidding. Okay. So anyways, long story yeah. short, I, I I was by myself and I was scared. My family's back in Texas. And I was mm. like, why am I taking it? And then there was time when I went on that date with that guy, I- I literally had told no one I was going on a date. And as soon as I walked in the threshold of his door, I was like, oh my God, nobody knows where the fuck I am right now. Like, I, I used to look at those Law & Order episodes and I remember they would go call their friend and be like, dun, dun. hey, Stacy, you? What, what did you and Rudy talk about before she disappeared? Well, she told me she was dating this guy and and I'd be like, I, my friends would have nothing to tell the cops. They would literally would be like, I not, don't know.
2: Wh- wh- what? Just with the, the, the track you were just going on, you could add that to that whole joke.
1: I it was that could be a, joke, a whole but I had cut thing. It. You know how like when you first get four minutes, when you first start off with comedy and they're like, I you haven't have made four it up there yet. <laughs> I, y'all, my, There's some jokes I cut down so bad. There's only so, so many Mythbusters
2: jokes. i <laughs> jokes down so badly. Because, fucking
1: Mythbusters. <laughs> I literally have cut jokes to like the skeleton, like where it's just a little bit of calcium left because in LA, they cut your mic off. New York, they said, I gave you three minutes God. and you would try to go, oh, you ran the, the the time. They will cut the light off. I've seen it happen. And I was like, nope, not me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was literally like, oh, fuck that. I would I'd be damned if I get embarrassed like that on stage. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nope. Three minutes? Three minutes it is. I will put a shock bracelet on my arm before I go over three minutes. And so a lot of my jokes got cut down because of that. So
2: like, what inspires most of your jokes?
1: Experience. Just life? Experience? Yeah. Somebody told me something. I, I experienced something. I definitely, you know what I love when I think I was the only one that went through it? And then someone like Juan goes, Oh, niggas do all kinds of crazy shit for pussy. I've done some stupid shit like that myself. That to me is so, is so satisfying for someone to say, Oh, I do that too. And you go... Yes. Solidarity <laughs> it's, it, uh, That's the best feeling in the world So mm-hmm. I, whenever I have a moment Where I think it's something unique to me And then I say it on stage And then I get that walk up And they go hey I do that all the time mm-hmm. I'm like yeah
4: Dude I'll throw shit yes. out the window for pussy Every day of the week
1: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> will shit. I will shitty up those streets That's right for a good so, piece of as,
4: as a female comic uh,
1: <laughs> Yeah rapping
2: What's the guy gotta do like to get attraction to attract more females? Enrique came in here and talked <laughs> Mark into a relationship.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> what the hell
2: do I gotta do to get some attention around this this joint?
1: I say, you know what? I say stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. um the most attractive people are the ones that are the most together so when you are on your game so i should dress
2: nicer okay
1: no it's not even about being like fake about it it's literally like stop
2: drinking lone star i it's get about it, yes.
1: being on your shit like if you if you're getting folk, whatever you're passionate about get really into it i'm not
2: passionate about anything but other than YouTube well then There's that a strikes
1: one and two right there <laughs> i don't know what else to tell you i'm, be, I'm being dead as serious though stop focusing on the fact that you're not in a relationship and start focusing on what you really want to accomplish with yourself mm-hmm. and women are attracted to success and power and you can look like anything so that has nothing to do Such with it. So a that.
2: fake success and power.
1: Success <laughs> and power and being good at what you're doing. Do you even notice those band players, they ain't even making no money, but they're really good at playing
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever instrument. They get pussy all day. So it's like when you, when you have a passion about something and a woman sees that you're really good with it and focused... They love that because they love. No to try girl's to win passionate
2: about a guy who's like really into
4: Netflix. <laughs>
1: to that, so that's what <laughs> that, if you, you
4: play exactly. the accordion. You would get so much more ass.
1: <laughs> yes, something. Do something I that like. just requires a viable skill that people are like, oh shit, you know how to do that? That's but, not that hard.
2: But I just don't enjoy it. You should, you should hard. start cooking, bro. That's Ooh, my dad. My dad's been chefs always get played. My dad has been like. Just trust me. Just take a cooking class. Yeah. My, uh, yeah, my family has given up on my chances of being <laughs> in a relationship. I, ever.
1: I started talking to a dude because he knew how to cut tomatoes julienne, and I know that's a weird thing to say right now, but <laughs> he literally was like, "It's that chop that they do where it looks like it's like ch- 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 mm-hmm. it's quick." So wait, how did you? Like,
2: how did you get in the relationship that you're in right now? So we've already talked about it, it is a fellow comic. How did that happen?
1: It was a slow con. (laughs) 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 Uh, I know that you said
4: that you you got a hook, line and sinker.
1: What happened?
4: Why? I said, I know that you said like, you're in this to win this. Like you're, you're serious. You've you've done, you've moved a couple of times to try and make yourself for a better situation for yourself to improve your comedy and everything. So what do you have like coming up? What are your big plans? Like, what are your dreams?
1: me right now damn you give me some hard thoughtful questions and shit at the end of the damn i'm drunk one (laughs) um, honestly i would love 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 uh to get back into uh into the scene of if it be la or new york i definitely think i need to make plans to be out there again um right now i feel like my niche uh is getting towards gaining towards uh sketch comedy uh, oh that's and, awesome and in filming i uh, miss sketch comedy so much i love sketch comedy we need it we need it oh yeah need
0: we definitely and it's it. the
1: perfect way to get past the covid situation now what really i is. do love i do love stand-up sketches can be done at any moment anywhere without a lot of people around and it can be very funny and I would love to get um, going with that. Uh, I have been uh, sending some of my stuff to some, uh, the writers group that they opened up that uh, I had a a really great guy uh, that's been giving me great critiques about my stuff. So I've been going back and forth with him with different sketches I've written. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually would love my dream. I think I would love to put Houston on the map like that. I would love for it to become a place where they're like, no, we put a production company together and we make stuff all the time, and we have different comics being Hey, Cliff's trying displayed on, on, on a, on a yeah. weekly basis. Uh, and, and that's what I would love to have. I would love that. I want to be a stand-up traveling comic and always making money like that, but I would love to. I think Houston is a, a really great spot to do something big.
2: Yeah, who's your favorite sketch comedy actor? Because we, uh, last week we did. Yeah, that was a good Top one. five, bottom five SNL character or cast actors, members. cast members.
1: Is it. Ha- Armish? Hmm? Fred? Fred
2: Armisen? Fred Armisen? Armisen. That was a, my top five. Everybody else <gasps> um, talked shit about me. This
1: dude is <laughs> He's like, hysterical. Y- y'all are not giving this dude credit. This dude is. He can play any race. He can play any character and he's committed. Yes. It's like, I don't understand. I don't know what he did for everybody. Not I don't know why he's not everywhere. Yeah. He literally is like, he can do anything. Yeah. It's weird to me that it's, he's not. It, I, I know this is going to, I say this one every time and people get so mad at me. When he did Governor Patterson. yo, my God. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I, was, I hadn't had... That shit had uh, been First crying. of all, SNL had turned... And I hate to say this because I'll take a job any day, but SNL had kind of become corny for me. Yeah. And so... I literally was like looking at this SNL episode, and he was doing that part. I had tears in my eyes. I was like I had crying. to stop. I had to cry. I had to stop because I was crying, laughing because he had committed so far to where he was Bumping walking in into, into the camera. No, the studio cameras. It wasn't even like the fake yeah. cameras for the for the like the D- yeah. DNC or something. It was literally like he was like walking and like I was like A I lot. couldn't. I, I can't even articulate. Agree. I can't even articulate how funny he is to me. And I was looking at the organ, uh, the show that he did,
2: or Portlandia.
1: Portlandia. I was gonna say Orlandia.
2: <laughs> you should. What? You would love the last episode we did on the show because mm-hmm. I was 100 percent the same oh, idea. I would have
1: been all on your team. Yeah, I would have been all on your team. Yeah, and I used to love like, um, <laughs> what's the old girl's name? Her name is coming out of my head. Uh, She's older. She's older. Uh, not um, uh, Tracy Ullman.
2: Tracy Ullman. Oh, yeah.
1: That's old. That's but the, old, yeah. the, What a talent, people, though. Yeah. The, those type of people to me, we, we're losing them. Where they just, they'll put something on and you'll be like, this girl is a nut job. And then maybe the sketch ain't even that funny, but you're staring at them mm-hmm. because they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one time there was, um, what's the old, Carol Burnett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite thing that she ever did, I, my favorite movie was Gone with the Wind, even though I would have been a slave in the movie. That's fine. She but won an Oscar for She that. did uh, this Carol Burnett sketch where she literally uh, made fun of the fact that they used the curtains yes. to make the dress. <laughs> so she just had the whole curtain yes. rod on her. <laughs> I was bawling laughing as a little girl. It's fun. And I, I I miss those kind of caricature like style uh comics where they can just jump into this character fully have bad wigs on and just <laughs> making you laugh the entire time. <laughs> like I love when Andy Sandberg does stuff. I know everybody talk- thinks he's yeah. I just I love those types of things. I, I would love I to do stuff
4: like that. that. That would just be so fun. Because we talked fun. about those we talked about all that last week. Yeah,
1: not taking yourself seriously, just jumping into make the character, fo- make just us laugh. make us laugh.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. oh, I missed that. So yeah. I want I want sketches back. I I wanted living color style stuff back. Mm. That that would you gonna bring it back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, do, do you it. got do you um, got any no
0: platforms? Uh, yeah, you on social media? You want to share? I am IG?
1: on the social media. You can follow me on IG at Corliss Delore. I don't know what that stands for um you're so old yeah even though you're ignorant grandpa Uh, (laughs) i know right nobody here i'm on ignorant grandpa at corliss (laughs)
2: ignorant (laughs) grandpa
1: yeah so um follow me on that i usually post all my shows on there i'm gonna try to get back in the game even though covid is messing stuff up uh but what was the name again at Corliss DeLorean on spell. Ig- ignorant that. grandpa dot, <laughs> <laughs> dot net.
2: <laughs> so it's C-O-R-C-O-R-L-I-S
1: and then Deloren Like the car. Nobody knows but, how to spell DeLorean. But of Lauren, D-E-L-A-U-R-E. There we go. Gosh, you're so I know like it
2: goes how many gigawatts?
1: We're assuming most of
4: our listeners are maybe not Ivy League. <laughs> yeah, <you> gotta, <laughs> gotta spell shit out. Sorry, folks. My bad. Sorry, Jake bad. Jordan. Sorry, <laughs> Jake. My bad.
2: Oh, shit. <laughs> so you post yourself I can't on? on, on like, hey, man, thanks Literally for mentioning me,
1: though. <laughs> oh, my <dumb> ass. <laughs> like my <by> name.
2: <laughs> yeah. So you post up on Instagram? I'm I'm are postable. you anywhere? Are you anywhere else? Facebook? Do you have is any shows one, coming two. up?
1: I don't After, have any shows coming up right now. I know. Look,
2: sorry, uh, anyone Obama listening. She's not that name. successful.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are so crazy. That's why we got to make
4: that shit
2: happen.
1: <laughs> I know, right? i make but my own show.
2: Did we? I don't know if it was on when we were still recording. Where was talking about all the shows she's turned down. Oh, I did no, not. It She's turned down. That was before shows, we left. Right and center. My
1: mom is sick, and I hang out with my mom all the time. And I can't. Get, I feel you. 100%. I can't impair her immune yeah, system. Si- doing immune the same system. thing. Yeah, I, her immune system is very important to me. I already lost my father. I don't want to lose my mom to some mm-hmm. bull. So I've
2: been very lucky on that front.
1: Very, yeah. very lucky. If I wasn't, if I was like in L.A. or New York, and I went nowhere near my mom, I'd be. At the shows. Because I have a great, I used to eat off the floor. I have a great immune system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fabulous with my immune system. But yeah, my mom, not so I want to
2: see what course is going to be in five years from now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: hope, I hope he's making sketches and making, I want to be in a writer's room coming up with ways to make people laugh. And taking stuff too far. I want to be at the point where I'm like Will Ferrell, where you have seen it so much. You're like, this isn't funny. And then you broadcast it and it becomes like Pearl, the landlord. Yes. I oh love that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, want, I want to feel like that where I'm just like, oh, this is We've been making, it's not funny. And then we just look at it and then all these views hit and we just go, damn, we about to blow up. That's what I want.
2: Do you have any advice for uh, pasty white guys they're trying to get uh
0: <laughs> Adam was just making it all about him.
2: Don't. You get one girlfriend, and all of a sudden you get one I'm, girlfriend. And all Adam, of a sudden. I'm
1: I'm I'm deep. I'm dead ass serious. Like, I'm motherfucker. Ass, I'm dead ass serious about it. I really think you need to focus on uh. not trying to find somebody and focus on. Being getting good. in shape, you fat <laughs> motherfucker. I'm not Yeah, kidding. I get it. I get it. As soon as you start focusing on getting your get together, bitches come running.
4: Because they hobby. can
1: smell it a mile away. They'll be like, this dude is about his business. That they is sexy. I'm about to do it. I'm about to. That's what it is. Just don't need them. <laughs> you don't well, need. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Don't I mean, need them. That's why gr- girls love that when it looks like you just got everything together. And they're just like, hey. Can I get his attention? That's how you do that.
2: I start dressing better. Don't
1: look desperate.
2: <laughs> Give me a minute next <laughs> Tuesday. Shorts and a t-shirt. I'm going to start wearing like uh, That's Armani Exchange shirts every day.
1: Don't do that. Mm. It's a waste of money. You look is like one. It? it is. No, nah, I don't I wear it on. Juan.
4: I'll figure it out. I'm not disposing my clotheslines. I'll get Enrique. (laughs) I'll get Enrique
2: to make up my dating profile and figure it all out for me. I got Enrique's a
4: good liar.
0: He'll do that for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I love Enrique. (laughs) We love you, Enrique.
2: (laughs) So if you get if you get pick anyone to do a show with, co-host a show with, who are you going with?
1: Wait, what do you mean, like Houstonian?
2: Yeah. I know, damn pressure.
3: I know, (laughs)
2: Crowder. I
1: mean, I would say Enrique.
2: (laughs) I I love Enrique.
1: I like Stacey Anderson is really one of my favorites. And um, if I could be balanced and have a male comic. I would like I would love to do something with Josh, but I don't think he takes me seriously as a comic. I'm just bullshit.
2: (laughs) Notice she picks the guy who is working with her boyfriend no sketchy Look, trying we, to cause all kinds this of trouble is the
1: thing, Adam, if we Co- said his name we know it now you gave all kinds Nobody's of clues listening. Nobody's everybody's listening. listening everybody's listening don't think like that you got to speak it out loud put it into existence i said he was funny it's a huge crowd no it's not, it's not it's not about that anonymity there. that we were trying to maintain yeah. and you were like he's this He's this. His name starts with this. <laughs>
4: Get off personal. He started
1: shit. the
2: same time I did.
1: Yeah. It's like, I don't now think everyone he's, loves that he's guy. ashamed of me. He didn't want anybody. Shut
2: up. <laughs> no, he is not. And we're
1: dating.
2: How did you. Oh, never mind, We don't yeah. need to talk about it.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, I was like, so many be questions. eight hour show. Huh? eight hour show.
2: Well, we thank guys, you, Cora. We got
1: seven more hours of seven, oh, live seven. entertainment.
2: <laughs> all night. Stokes, talk <laughs> to your girl. We be all night. Talk to the girl. Get that show going. <laughs> you, you can drop whoever you have a co-host right now. Doesn't matter who that person is. I
1: want to work with one. <laughs> pretty- huh? I'm going
4: to fly up. That would be awesome. I would love it. <laughs> I got a stage. <laughs> 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 That's sadly not joking. Yeah. yeah I'll put the pole away it. and everything. It'll be it'll oh, be serious. God,
1: he is like, you have a pole for real? Uh-huh, he uh, does. Hell yeah you little freak nasty. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just honest. <laughs> you, couldn't,
2: you couldn't tell just by looking at him? No. I don't.
1: That's profiling, Adam. That's profiling. We don't do that in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Anymore,
2: anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: The year's gone. And... We, we, so we will times. not do that for November and December of 2020. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well,
2: thank
0: you, Carlos, for coming on the show. Mark's fantastic y'all. and a blast.
4: It was thank a pleasure. You, a you know,
2: you. fuck Mark. Fuck Juan. Thank Adam. Come on, Adam
1: <laughs> production. Mark, you guys are awesome. This is I a, a nice little setup y'all have, and I really love the title.
0: You, you really made up for Drew Hallway by bringing her on,
1: and oh, I would, God. I would love
4: to work I with you on, on a sketch I sometime. A cliff and that would I be awesome. Do
1: that, Juan. Yes, I, I love that you're so passionate about it, like I, I am. I love, I love sketch comedy. I just,
4: it's one of the things that I, I don't know. I have a niche for it. I love it. And, uh, Can we turn this off. I'm now? crazy enough yeah. to do it. So.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, please. Thank
4: Alrighty. you. Thank you.
0: I will see you all next week.
4: Bye. 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 Bye.